0: You are now listening to the hottest true crime
1: podcast in the street. Hello and welcome to another episode of Affirmative Murder, the Equal Opportunity True Crime Comedy Podcast. I am Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Francel Evans.
0: Oh yes, wait a minute, Mister Postman. Yeah, man, I'm the mailman. Can't you tell, man? Gonna post it. What
1: up, Fran? What's
0: going on, my guy? I'm I'm doing good, man. Have you heard of the uh the um the new corduroy pillows? uh i can't say that i have man uh, what... i heard you he making headlines man but other than that man uh, i'm doing great man okay do you
1: <laughs> so you don't own one or you I, you don't have a review for me or anything no. like that what do you mean a corduroy pillow like this i, I the, said they the, make headlines the outside bro. of no, it I, is no, corduroy?
0: they making headlines
1: man i don't know what that means they making headlines pum, what do you pum, mean? Ping. it's a joke I thought you would get it, but you. you didn't get
0: it. Shout out to Pee Wee Herman. Uh, I was watching Pee Wee Herman's Adventures or something today.
1: Wow, you're hitting me with a lot of <laughs> <things around. laughs> is, Was that the joke that Pee Wee Herman made? Yeah. What
0: is the joke? I don't understand the joke. <laughs> have you heard Corduroy Pillows? No. He said, they're making headlines. They're making. Oh, because <laughs> the ridges in the pants.
1: Got it. Okay. I thought you just were like really no, excited man. about it. I knew, I knew you were catching catch it because I'm going to catch I, you I, off guard. Yeah, you caught <call> me, bro. <super laughs> you don't really come in with jokes, you really. You have one, one. I was like. <laughs> I mean, is this like a, a Mark Zuckerberg investment? Like, what is the what is making headlines? I didn't see these headlines about a corduroy pillow. Yeah, man. Okay, got it. No, that's <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's funny. that's funny. That's funny. That's funny. That's a solid. I don't have uh, comedy drums anymore. Maybe you but need to put that on there. Man. Yeah, uh, let me what's yeah. yeah, give yeah. some applause that's for wild. it. Don't yeah. got it? the drum? There you, there go. you go. there yeah, you it's go. go. Still, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I forgot that's still on there. Okay. No, okay. Take two. Take two. Set it up. All right, man. Have you heard the corduroy pillows? No, I have not, Fran What What do you mean? I heard they making headlines, man. There, you go, there we perfect. go. Now we can move on perfect. solidly, yeah. Fred. Uh, here's something that's <laughs> not a joke. I would uh, I don't I don't know if you've seen this in the headlines. Yeah. Um, people have been tagging me in this um and I think it brings on an interesting conversation because I think the U- the US has a very close-minded, at least a lot of the the the, the dominant uh, perspective in this country has a very close-minded uh, view on death and how death is supposed to go. Yeah, and uh, here in the DMV area, even though this is Baltimore, and we're not the DMV and Baltimore, and DMV is not Baltimore. Um, there was a rapper named Gunu, mm. uh, Gunu, I think G O O N E W. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was tragically he was he was killed, and his family uh, decided. And we've seen this before, but his, his family uh, propped him up at a club. Yeah, on a stage like he was performing because he was a rapper. And did like a a going home concert. Mm-hmm. He had on an Amiri shirt and um, so I'm sure some kind of designer jeans and belt and glasses. And his family was on the stage with him and they celebrated his life. And they got a lot of like online hate. The club had to come out and apologize. I don't know to who. I don't know if they apologized to the community or they apologize to the world. Uh, maybe probably just because they made their establishment look bad because of all the hate that they yeah. got. So they just had to come out and say something like we didn't know that was going to happen or whatever right. it is that they said. I don't know exactly yeah. what they said, but they said they came out and came out against it. Mm. And the family in the wake of their grieving and everything had to come out and say, Hey man, listen, if you don't like how we celebrated it, just don't say any, like just mind your business. Just don't say anything. You mm-hmm. don't need to say negative things. Cause we know how our son and our brother would have wanted to celebrate his life. And we did what we felt like he would have wanted us to do. Yeah. And, and have you seen this video? Yeah, I've seen it. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah. So,
0: I've seen it before. I'm just not, I don't, I get somebody being like, oh, that's the way they wanted to go out. I get that. Sure. But the point, I think when I hear funeral go, you lay them to rest. Yes. Them laying down. Mm -hmm. They're resting and it's peaceful. It's peaceful. And it's like, I just don't, I don't know, man. I just, that's just, I'm not, that's, I guess I'm just not used to it. Yes. But seeing that, but also it's like that situation, um, also like they had a party or whatever, a concert, but it was also people there that didn't know what was going on.
1: Oh, they just came to the club. That, that also night. makes it super uncomfortable. That's crazy. Cause then you're there like, wait, is this uh, is this like an art installation? Yeah. Is that a prop? Or and they're like, No, girl, that's Gunu. That's his body. And they're like, Oh, I gotta go. Yeah, I that's can't. Be, I'm not, yeah, yeah I'm that's not, weird. And then you gotta try to dance through that like, yeah, okay, well. Pour out some Casamigos. Let's just, we came out to have a good time, right? I didn't put these shoes on for nothing. I don't know if I could uh shake that off. If I came to, the, if i have yeah. one of the people that just came to the club that night, that's crazy that the whole club wasn't rented to do anything yeah. like I, that. The sitting, like the ones where you like, somebody's like sitting on a chair. Sure.
0: And uh, having a and service. It's still, that's yeah, it's, that's it's still different. Like, like still has like a viewing. Yeah. Like it's a quiet.
1: That's, it's like cut off. That's Yeah. That's different. A but DJ being a, there and being like, club, man. turn like, it up one They time. just like standing there. Yeah, it it, it, it was it, it was. Um, here's what I'll say. So, um, in other cultures, there are things. Um, I think in the in the Muslim culture, they like the family might wash and clean the body themselves yeah. and spend like time with it. In the Jewish culture, they they sit shiva. Like there are different cultures process grief and process death in different ways. Mm-hmm. So I don't ever like to shame or look down on something that's outside of my view of how death works because I'm a person who. I don't like going to funerals, but like you go to a funeral, there's a casket and, and people are sitting there quietly, somber. But no, nobody,
0: I feel like nobody likes going to funerals.
1: Sure, but I'm just saying like, I'm just saying like, I don't, but but there are other cultures who go and celebrate. Like in New Orleans, they do like a marching band and they go out and uh, c- carry the casket on their shoulders and yeah. dance with it in the streets and send them home. Like but that's what a they celebration. Do, I think
0: it'd be different. You were from that culture, you would probably do the same thing.
1: Yeah, but like those are black people in America. I understand like it's a, it's a different city and stuff like that, but they're it's 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 still the how they celebrate Mm -hmm. you know like now they might have them in a casket and it's more like a celebration of their life and less of um uh, um the gunu situation and the other ones that i've seen feel more like a like a make a wish thing like this is the last this is how they would have wanted the this is how they this is how they live their life so they're going to live the last moment that we're going to see them doing that as opposed to we're all because i i I feel like I would want something closer to a uh, New Orleans jazz type of funeral. I think I want to be cremated and I just want people to have like some kind of uh, like rent out a hall and people just come, have a microphone on the stand and everybody just come and tell funny stories and food and enjoy or whatever. You don't got to, you don't have to view me or none of that has to be a part of it for me. I just wanted to be all as happy as possible, even though it's a somber thing. Mm -hmm. I want, I want more of the, uh, what do we call that? Is that the wake? Yeah. I want like just the wake. I don't need people to be at the. I don't need like a service. I want the wake and the service to be combined. I don't need to be there. Yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. can just tell, tell, tell good stories, fun stories, roast me, whatever. But, um, so I get the, I like the jazz funeral that they do. Like they carry you, they, they, they all, your whole family dances you to your final resting place and they, and they drop you down and everything. The, with that being said, I understand all different cultures process things differently. That was weird. Yeah, that was weird. You know, and and I say that like as respectfully as possible by being a person who's saying I understand that there's a conversation about people having a closed minded views of how death works and how you process death and what you do with a body and all that kind of stuff. With that being said, uh, having a, a club night with a body on the stage, that's weird. Yeah, and I asked my mom and she said if you did anything close to that, I'm not coming. I said, hey I said, "Damn!" I said, Damn. I said, Damn. I said, but it's my last thing. She said, I, "Listen, I I I don't that's fine. Yeah. You're gonna have to find somebody else to plan that. I'm like not that. I'm that's not great, planning man. that. I don't care if you have it written down in stone. Like this is exactly what I want to do. I want to be flown in on wires and I hover over the crowd like Michael Jackson in '84 and one of his tours. And I want to be uh, uh, slowly propped down into a Game of Thrones chair, and then everybody bows to me. She's like, "I I'm not coming to that. You're gonna have to. Find, Fran's gonna have to plan that or something." That's- that's- yeah, that's insane. But so is wearing an Amiri shirt and being standing on a stage. Yeah, I'll be out on that dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, bro, I'm not.
1: Like, imagine getting that, that. That's the fly. First of all, you know you got it. You know, instead of uh, phone calls and like whatever you send out for funerals, they got like club flyers, like the with all the words yeah, and these go, like bottles funeral of- you know what? what? <laughs> funeral turn up a funeral turn up. Uh, I'm good. So I can't I make. I can't good. make this. I'm sorry. Yeah. I understand. That you were doing the right thing by your family, yeah, member. but it still, it still uh, was weird. Also, it was still weird. It was also,
0: still weird. when you, people
1: say stuff like that, that's all in the spirit of the moment, though. Hey, bro, I want to go out like
0: this, and it's like, yeah, as jokey <laughs> joke, but oh, oh, I got you, but you don't. When you really you looking, when you're looking really down go, from, when you're looking
1: down from wherever you go yeah. after you pass, and it's like, why? Am yeah. I on the stage Dude, right you now? You don't literally, you're not supposed to really do yeah. it, though. Yeah, because especially young, yeah. he's a rapper, he's like, man, I want everybody, to, I want to go out in the club, and everybody's pouring out bottles, and it's a great time, and and then you go on and say some other dumb shit and just go live your life, yeah. you don't, that wasn't something he, like, had in his will. No. That was just something he said jokingly, like, when I die, I want to, he, he probably had a great night at the club yeah. one night, he's like, I want to be buried in here, <laughs> and they were like, noted, and yep. we will do that. Yeah. So... Nah. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know when.
0: Because w- w- I don't. I think he got like shot, right, or something like that. I
1: mean, I would guess he was young.
0: So I'm like, it wasn't like he was like on his dime. His deathbed was like, "Hey, I'll, yeah, I'll, please, I'll just, I'll go
1: like take me to, take me to Club Live." Yeah. Like, no. But I think you know he probably had a he probably had a lot of good nights at that club. Yeah, man. And has probably said something like that in passing. But like you said, it's like a it's like a joke. Yeah. It's like, oh man, I could eat. Uh, Chili's baby back ribs for the rest of my life. And then somebody comes and they're like, "We got a contract with Chili's. They are going to be hand delivering you Chili's baby back ribs for the rest of your life for as long as you live, 3 square meals a day you yes. only get Chili's baby back ribs." You go, "I was just I just they were just really good that really night. Good, they were just really good that night. I didn't really mean, mean that." that no. So so I think this is a situation of that kind of thing. It had to be. Yeah, but again, rest in peace to Gunu, prayers yep. to his family, yeah. and I'm sorry that you guys got that backlash, but it was it was jarring. Yeah. It was jarring, and so you got it. The internet's gonna internet. I learned that a long sure. time ago. Like I, whatever, no matter what you're going through, if you, if you, if something catches people off guard and it starts to go viral, the humanity's lost in, within that first hour. Yeah. When yeah. when you when you live in anonymity on the internet, you can people say the most like vile things I've yeah. ever seen in my life. They People that the stuff that they actually mean those whoever those people. Oh are, yeah yeah, they yeah yeah definitely yeah. Mean
0: oh that. big time make it just.
1: Let it Mm -hmm. all. They just let it go. Oh, then they go to work. It's like a high. Yep.
0: Oh man. Then they
1: then they log out and they go like deny somebody's bank loan. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like those people. Those people are people. A lot of those people are people who make big decisions in the world or Mm -hmm. in people's lives, and they are horrible people. But they get to live in this shroud of, of like shadowy thing. But anyway. Moving on to another thing, this was a uh, this was also a, I don't really have much to say on the situation because I don't have many details and I don't know if we're going to get any details. But there was a murder in uh, the Florida area. Um, a young man named Christian uh, Obu, Obus Obuseli uh, he was killed by his girlfriend Courtney Taylor. Uh, model. Uh, uh, yeah, sure. That word is very Instagram model, Instagram only famous model, yeah. something I like read that. that story. Um. He, and again, uh, they, they called it self-defense. She wasn't arrested. They did something called like a Davidson, a Davidson Act, I think they call it in, in Florida, which is like um, she threatened to kill herself when she was arrested. So they put you under like involuntary psychiatric care. But yeah. they let
0: her out. My first thought, before we get to yours. Please. This is the one, he, he was stabbed to death, right?
1: Yeah. But I think, but that's the thing. I think he was only stabbed once. My
0: first thought that it was like a sneak attack. Like he was asleep. Or he was turned the other way and she got him in the neck or something like that. He something. got stabbed in the shoulder. Okay.
1: And and shoulder? Yeah. Where in the shoulder though? Like where, oh, where I is mean, it called yeah, the I shoulder? But he died from it, so it hit something serious. And could, she was and she was covered in blood. I don't know if you saw the video. there's like a video was covered, of, of the, a the big, police. He's when a big there. dude. Uh,
0: yeah. He had to it had to be a sneak attack.
1: Something. I mean possibly. That's what, I think. That's what I, but I don't think we're ever gonna get those details. No. You know? Um I don't, I don't wanna I
0: don't wanna sound like I'm like I'm I'm like uh she was just like, she's crazy or whatever. Sure. And, you know, she, he, she, she, it could have been self defense. It could have been, that's like, why I'm like, I'm hesitant right. to speak. That's on why I'm like, it, I don't you know? want to say it's not self defense. Sure. But I'm like, it could have been, we don't know exactly. I don't want to yeah. come up here and be like, you know, oh, he was, how you know he wasn't attacking her? Something yeah, like that. Yeah, I just yeah. don't want to sound like that person. Sure. I'm
1: like, he got stabbed once, he dies, and he's a, he's a big. Yeah, and you know, from the outside looking in, it's like, if, if there was a domestic dispute happening, your brain goes, that happens. In, the reverse happens. Yeah. Like he, he kills her. Yeah. Because there's a size advantage and, and he's a man and she's a small woman and all that stuff. So for, for the outcome to be like this and you see this woman covered in blood, your man brain or people, anybody's uh, brain goes, well, she must have caught him off guard or something to where well, this he couldn't happened. react. That's what yeah. I was like. It had to be. But like, I don't. But we don't know. Right. And again, so because I don't know, because she's she's currently not charged and free, I don't... I, it's like there's nothing to really speculate on in that lane. All I can say is those are the facts that I have read so far is that she's free. Um, she threatened to kill herself when she was brought into custody. So they put her under you know, a psychiatric, uh, psychiatric hold of some kind, but she was then released. She's not currently charged, like I said. And from what I saw on news reports, he was stabbed once and... There's a history that they say of domestic, of uh, uh, ter- turmoil. N- nobody has, has said violent, but they have like a tumultuous relationship for and both sides. For both just. sides, some people have said she's the aggressor. That's what I've read. And, and neighbors have said neighbors of that complex have said he he's the aggressor. But mm. people who know him say we always thought she was kind of erratic, and then people in the complex are saying we. It seems like it's more him. So again, everything's kind of up in the air. Why isn't another
0: term for domestic when it's like? Because when you hear domestic violence, you, for me, it's always the guy, being the you know assaulting the woman. Sure. Wonder why is it not, it's not
1: another term for the opposite? What's
0: well, the same term? It just. But why isn't isn't it like is it like?
1: You know, another word added it's to just, that. It's, it's just like, like your brain does that. It is, yeah. It's the same term. If a woman was to hit a man, it's the same that, term. I know but I'm just but saying like, like, like- It's just we've been conditioned to go, your brain goes, oh, well, he was hitting her. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't, another term isn't needed. We, uh, there's needs to be just like a shift in how you think. Because sometimes people are, men are abused purely verbally- But it's still domestic violence. Like if you're making somebody feel bad, you're yelling at them, even if you're just yelling them and putting your fingers in their face and pushing them and whatever, that's still domestic violence, you know? So, you know, but we've put domestic violence in a box of like, this is what domestic violence looks like.
0: But I mean, it's easy for like a, it to be like a headline and And you you don't know the details.
1: You think you know how it played out. Right. Sure. No, I agree. For sure. I mean, if you looked at this and you just said domestic incident or someone was murdered, you go, he murdered her. That's that's how most people's brain will go. Yeah. You go, this dude's a big guy. He's like all his pictures are like on football fields yeah, yeah. and you know, you I could he must be in the football air arena or something like that. So you can start to maybe CTE. You can just make you can take all the little clips yeah. of things that you know from the world and, and make your own story. Right. But this played out crazy. But the thing I wanna focus on is he's a guy who uh or he was, and I don't wanna speak speak ill of the dead, but there's a conversation to be had. Um, he's a guy who we've spoken about before. Not him, but like he's a he's a type of guy. So some old tweets came up where he was a guy, uh, Courtney Taylor, whatever her name is, is white, and he's a guy that because there's been talks about preference a lot over the last few months. Okay, and he's a guy that was saying a lot of disparaging things about black women on 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 Twitter. This, this it, dude that was it, murdered in mm-hmm. okay. his tweets. Oh, I would never the black women. Uh, this Jeez. that and the th-. he was one. Of, he was one of those kind of guys, and so. First of all, let me just say a preference is like, you know, I usually go after girls with short hair or something like that. If your preference is like anything but and you're also loud about it, then that's not that's self hate. That's not a preference. Like if you're like, oh, as long as she's not this, then I'm cool. And that that type of sentiment typically goes towards black women and it's outward about it. And it's almost like there it's like a pass. So which tells me like they him and her probably talk talked to each other like that or he said stuff man you know I, I just love white women or whatever he that was his type of thing but here's here's my point here's my point of bringing but, this up
0: yeah but it's always okay. it's always cosmetic preferences though it's always like it's it's never just like um Bruce, you can I, have you can have a present yeah, yeah, you can have I'm a present curly hair. preference
1: but it's like it's always just the i like tattoos a black girl i yeah. just
0: don't that's not what i that's
1: yeah not what I like. and the and for the and like i said the, the main point is, like, the preference being not this yeah. is the gross part. That's the gross yeah. part. If you like I, like, I prefer women with curly hair. Or I, pref- I like women with nose rings. Or I like women who uh, have thick eyebrows. Hmm. I don't know. Whatever everything is. My grandfather likes girls. He likes women with hairy forearms. Okay. It's just his thing. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not here. I'm not going to yuck your yum. That's what he's into. But when you go. He's not heard it before. I hadn't either. And I'll never forget it since, <laughs> yeah. since since I heard it. But um when you're like I prefer not this. That's a whole different thing. Yeah. But again, I'm bringing this up not to speak ill of the dead or anything like that. I'm bringing it up honestly in in his defense to say these tweets came up. The tweets were like not cool, but like let's can we like not see them? Because what's happening is people go, well, you got what you asked for. I see the irony. I see the irony in being like, uh, that's always, that always I, like, so. I like snow bunnies over black women, da, 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 da. And then it's like, okay, well, you got killed by one, you know? And it's like, can we just not see? Because like a guy was killed, you know? I know he had some tweets that people don't like. They're, they're kind of gross tweets or whatever, but he didn't deserve to, to die because yeah. of some stupid shit that he said. And that kind of is like, that, that's what happened with, a lot of people were saying that about that young lady that died a couple of months ago. That's still playing out. Lauren Smithfield. Lauren Smithfield, when they found when they a lot of a, a lot of black men on social media were like, well, you know, that's what happens when you date outside of your race or whatever, and then it's like, well, so it doesn't it doesn't it's almost like they're saying it doesn't matter that she died because that's what they that's what they deserve for doing that, and I'm I'm hearing that energy because of these tweets, and again, the tweets were gross, but like, the guy was killed. Now we don't know what happened. This could have been a cut and dry self defense. He attacked her or something. I don't know what happened, you know. But mm-hmm. it is weird that like she wasn't charged or, you know, anything. She's just out free. Somebody saw her, at her bar, ran her out of the bar. Because this happened like this happened like three days ago. This happened. This happened like let's say this happened six days ago, and then three days after after that, somebody saw her out like this weekend. Yeah. And was like, you're in here having a drink after you you like killed somebody, which is like, I don't I don't know how you feel after you kill somebody. Maybe. She just Maybe that was her lawyer she was with. Maybe they were just having a little meeting. I don't know. I don't know what it what happened. And again, I'm not trying to take her side. I'm just saying like, can you not go? I don't know. Maybe it's just not a good idea, especially in today's time. Like, you know you're, you know you're viral. You like, not go out? Yeah, like, Uh-oh. you know you're viral. Like, you know people are talking about you. Maybe don't go to a, a bar. And it wasn't even a bar. It was like a hotel bar, mm. like the lounge of a bar. But like, maybe just don't, maybe just lay low. You know? So I, I get that. But yeah, maybe she was- like, I, she, I, didn't, I didn't do anything. that. But that's, I mean, maybe, possibly she really feels like I was attacked and I defended myself and I'm having a drink with my lawyer to figure out what the next steps are. Or it was some old, dude it could have been an old dude and that was her sugar daddy. Either way, I don't know. I don't know anything about the case. That was the only thing I wanted to touch on because that's the only thing I can really speak to with any kind of like well, depth. Because mm-hmm. I don't know who, who was the aggressor or any of that type of stuff. I just know a guy's dead and that's tragic and... A a girl killed somebody And that's tragic for her Yeah, You know I'm sure They were dating each other I'm sure she didn't Want to kill him You know I I, 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 I guess I don't know Again it's like I don't even know what to say It just is There's so little details Maybe she's crazy as shit And she did want to kill him I don't know What I do know is The guy had some gross tweets The tweets aren't cool But that's not like a well, fuck him then. So what if he died? I just don't. And that's. I'm not saying that's the big narrative. Like I'm not saying that's what everybody's saying. But I, I saw it, and no. so I just wanted to address it and say like, yeah, let's not. Let's not do that.
0: Yeah, because like it happens. The, it ha- yeah. that happens a lot. It happens
1: a lot. Like it just happened with that football player that passed away. That hit. Dwayne Haskins. God. Dwayne Haskins. Rest like, in The
0: some uh reporter yeah, the, was like yeah,
1: that was just. But that was just that was different. That was gross. That was like, how's it different? Well, cause it's just, he was a guy, I think he felt like he was doing his job and he talked about him not being good at his position or something. It wasn't like a, well, you know, in, in 2011, he said this, did that happen too? where people were like, no, but he's not a, talking about he, him. But he
0: was like, he should have stayed another year in college or this wouldn't happen. That's, that's what he was oh, saying. Oh, I didn't
1: hear that. Yeah. He's like,
0: he should have stayed. It was something like that. And it was like, Oh, he, well, if he stayed another year in college. He just wouldn't have happened What a crazy like, like web. What yeah. a crazy
1: timeline to try yeah. to put and together. Yeah,
0: and then he, and then like he got you got to make
1: a some
0: bullshit apology
1: after you fucking yeah. after it goes oh, around. You meant what you said. Yeah, that's why I don't like apologies. Me either. I discussed this with uh, a person recently. Um, I did a podcast with Stephanie Harlow, and we just dis- I discussed my my stance on apologies, which is that I don't do apologies because, um, if I'm not genuinely sorry, then. I'm just apologizing to move the, move the situation forward. I don't really mean anything. I'm just saying like, I'm sorry. An apology is just like, I'm sorry you were offended. But I, if I, if I meant what I said, then I'm, I'm I can't be apologetic. You know, you gotta re- I have to really be sorry so I can sit back and go, damn, I shouldn't have said it that way. And maybe that's what happened with whoever said that thing. Maybe he really sat back and was like, damn, I guess, you know what I, I, that was, that was tasteless or whatever. But what most likely is, he saw a bunch of negative backlash and felt like his career was in danger so he he was like you know something i misspoke and i whatever and that's apologi- that's apologizing and i just i'm not i don't fuck with that shit no. but um yeah no rest in peace to Dwayne haskins again i'm not like a big football guy but the idea that this kid was 25 years old has has k- maintained a job in the nfl you know just the idea of going to the pros is one thing but like he's still he was still there which means he's putting in the work And 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 following his dreams and like, do you know how few people go professional in a sport? Yeah, you know, and then for your life to just be like, yep, it's just gone. At twenty five years old, he got hit by a car. That's crazy, man. Yeah, and at at like eleven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it was a dump truck. That's sad. Man. It's, it's so sad. when I, I just hate seeing like potential and life and success and people who pursued their dreams and accomplished them or is in the middle of accomplishing them get snuffed out. It's the same feeling I had when Nipsey Hussle got killed. And I don't know Dwayne Haskins. I'm not a Steelers fan. I don't even really watch football like that anymore. But when I saw that, I was like, 25? Yeah. Got a position as a quarterback, as a black quarterback. You already know how that spec- that scrutiny goes. We saw it on the day that he died. He got the, he still got the scrutiny. Couldn't I saw the the thing I was referring to was a, the guy Adam Schefter was like, you know. Well, uh, uh, oh, I, I heard that he got some backlash. Or something. I don't know because he was like Dwayne that. Haskins died, a guy who you know had always struggled to read defenses, and it was like, what the fuck what are you? Just say yeah. rest in peace. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, you're gonna critique him, but yeah, man. So the guy beat a lot of odds, and then you just you're just not here. It's just it really it really is crazy, man. But rest in peace to Dwayne Haskins and. Rest in peace to Christian Ob- Obuselli. Like, I, I don't know how that played out. But again, it's like he, he, he's dead, man. I don't know. I don't know. More details will be revealed. And, but it's still sad. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and uh, jump into the shout outs. Yes, that's right. It's time for the shout outs. Uh, before we get into those, uh, Fran, I think we need to address that. Um, Crime Con is coming up just, just mere weeks away. The end of this month. Very excited about that. And for people who have been asking, I think that we're gonna take the, the the take this time to try to get back in a groove with the Patreon content. I'm very excited. I have some stuff coming this week that I'm. Man, I'm really like nervous and excited to show to people on the Patreon that are going to get it exclusively, but it's still something I'm really, I'm really like, I'm really nervous about, but I'm also excited to put out because I feel really proud about it. Uh, Fran, I sent it to you. Uh, you gave me some notes on it and I really appreciate that. So I'm really like, again, I'm nervous, but I'm excited to like put it out into the world and, um, the rest of the content, the conspiracy, the A.M.P. radio, all that stuff. We're gonna get back into a groove. We we kind of got off schedule a bit with some, you know, some personal stuff, of course. But we're gonna try to get back into the groove post Crime Con. So we're gonna come back from Crime Con, hit the ground running with a blast. Get back to the uh, monthly live shows and all that stuff is coming. We just have to get back into uh, rotation. But right now we're kind of focusing on. Going to CrimeCon and, and 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 delivering content from that. So just bear with us, and and we're gonna be uh, bringing some bringing some content you guys this way. Uh, up first, we're gonna start things off with a shout out to Pam. That's it. It's like the stuff you spray on the. It's like the stuff you sp, it's li- <laughs> the stuff you spray on the pan. Yeah. That's all you need. It does. They don't need a last name or anything like that. Pam. Pam. You know. Pat, Pam. 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 Pan. Pam. Pam. Pan. Pam. Pan. Pam. Pan. Pam. 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 Yeah. Pam. There you go. Shout out to Pam. Uh, up next, we got Tony with an I. Shout out to you. Love that. It's, you know, it's is always. This, is these ones from last week? Um, possibly. Okay. I, there might be some sprinkled in here. Right. I just, you know, I'm, I, everything. Tony so with an I, you can't, you can't. There's a lot of Tonys with an I out there. Is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I know a lot of Tonys with an I. <clears throat> but, um, yeah. So Okay, so, you know what? Because because you said that, now I'm self-conscious, and I'm just going to skip past names that I feel like I've read before. Uh, oh, damn, my bad. Yeah, you know. So if you don't get a shout out, blame Fran. I got a package too in my, my trunk. I forgot. Good to know. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get could, to that. It just,
0: <laughs> it just so
1: Fran is in charge of the mail. So if, if any if anybody's <laughs> messaging the affirmative murder socials saying hey, yeah. something got here, I, I, don't, don't message Fran. I run the socials <laughs> and he runs the mail. So if you sent us something, you talk to him because I don't know. He just comes to me. He's like, "Yo, here's eight boxes." <laughs> go, okay. Cool. Nice. This, there's a, there's a dead rabbit in one because yeah. you know somebody sent us a pet and you and it's been in the PO box for six it's months. There, yeah. Yeah. So it's good. So don't send us live things because Fran is on his own time. You know, if it's live, it's don't send us things like with dairy or cheese because yeah. it, we don't know. I don't. I don't know when it's coming here. Anyway, up next we got Shauna. I'm just gonna say Shauna because. I, i'm on the fence about that one the one before i know i didn't i know i said before but shauna and now we're definitely a new one's friend i don't know this one up next we got troy e shout out to troy e shout out to them keep doing your thing love your uh, screen your uh email address i'm not gonna say it you know because that would be wrong now this might be a clever way of some promo which i respect this is a way to circumvent buying ads and i appreciate it because i'm gonna say shout out the second chances animal rescue Okay. I don't know what you do or who you are, but you're, you're clearly some kind of business or something like that. So I'm going to say the whole name. I'm not going to just call you second. Yeah. I'm going to say the whole thing because you deserve to. You're doing a good thing. I'll, hey, man, adopt, don't shop. How about that? Let me put that out there. Adopt, don't shop. There's a lot of animals out there that need a home. Some of them are eight. Some of them are seven. Some of them, you know, have a muscular dystrophy or something like that. They need love too. You don't need to get a purebred French bulldog, man. Also. That's cruelty to animals that they exist. But what do you do when they exist now? You know, you just got to keep making them because you can't just stop making them. But yeah. they can't fuck. They have to be artificially inseminated because their legs are too small. So it really is a very cruel thing. Their noses are very short, so they breathe. And they have a hard time breathing. But yeah. they're just cute. People it's like them, and them. it's free. And they cost a lot of money, and they make a lot of money. Ugh. Yeah, but it's wrong. It's wrong. There's a lot of stuff in this world that's, that's wrong. Oh, we know. could go on a whole <laughs> tangent about that. But let's not. Up next, we got Noah D. Shout out to Noah. Throw some D's on that. Remember that song? That was a great song, man. Yeah, it was. Rich boy. Oh, awesome. Show some respect, man Chameleonaire. That's right. rich boy it's close Another one hit wonder uh, Up next we got uh, And lastly we got Christine C Shout out to Christine Sheath. Christine C She Sheath- See them I don't know Shout out to Christine C Thank you for the support We love you We appreciate you We adore you And that's it um, What we're gonna do is We're gonna take a quick break And when we come back We're gonna get into some fucked up shit So stick around All right, and we are back. Fran, are you ready for my affirmative murder? Yes. Okay. My affirmative murder this week was I got I got the I got a lot of the information from one of my favorite shows on ID slash Discovery Plus, Signs of a Psychopath. Mm-hmm. I love this show, man. It really just break down psychopathy and how psychopaths' brains work. But one of the most interesting things is like you'll never really know unless you're a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Like they might you can study people and interview people who you know have who are psychopaths. Yeah, but even if you have like your outline and you can name things and they have delusions of grandeur and this and you know they they blame the whole world other than they don't they don't take any blame personal blame all that all that stuff is cool but like you never know how it works in practice like you cuz they don't they're not they're not making those decisions like oh i'm not going to blame myself like they are just living it mm-hmm. like no the world did this to me it's not my fault like that's just how their brain works so we'll never fully understand the mind of a psychopath but this show gives you a little Insight while going over a case of a person who was just like a straight-up psychopath. Mm-hmm. So um, my affirmative murder this week is the story of Eamon Presley. Okay. Um, absolutely insane story. Uh, like I said, I got a lot of it from Signs of a Psychopath. I think he was on an episode of First 48. And yeah, that's it. So here we go. Eamon Lavelle Presley was born in Chicago, Illinois in 1980. Not long after his birth, his father abandoned the family. And as a result, his mother had to raise Eamon on her own. Due to his family's financial difficulties, his mother had to work at several different places, resulting in Amon roaming the streets and, and uh, in his adolescence, which greatly affected his personality. Because he got wrapped up in the streets, started he got into he joined a gang. He started he joined uh, the uh, folks. So those are like the two big gangs in Chicago. I don't know any. Don't please don't message me. I don't know anything, but I know there's like GD's and there's like folk or you know whatever. Those are like opposing gangs, mm-hmm. from what I from what I think I know from. Little Dirk songs, um, yeah, GD and BD. There you go. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you listen to more Little yeah. Dirk that stuff. <laughs> but uh, I think yeah. I think BD is like folk. Yeah, but I he's in, he was in the gang. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was in the gang. Um, so uh, so he joined the gang at a young age because his mom was always at work. This is a story we've all heard before of yeah. inner city kids. But uh, he started you know committing petty crimes and stuff like that. And his mother decided to leave Chicago in an attempt to save her son, like to get him, break him out of the spell of the streets. So they ended up migrating to Stone Mountain, Georgia, okay. which is a small town with a population of about, which had a population of about six thousand at the time, and was the birthplace of the modern KKK. Mm. So the KKK had kind of died down, and then in like the 80s or whatever, they reemerged with this big ceremony in Stone Mountain, Georgia. There's still a monument to the KKK in Stone Mountain, Georgia. Is it- yeah. Also, fun fact: that's Stone where Donald. Glover, yeah. That's, that's where Donald. That's where Donald Glover's from. Yeah.
0: So. Uh, buh, 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 that's my jam.
1: Oh, oh, from uh, Stone yeah.
0: Mountain? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's about Yeah, I
1: didn't know he was from there. I didn't know. I knew. Yeah, was... that's where he's from. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's 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 there's a lot of that's a, there's a lot of energy in that of like you're a black person from the place where the KKK was rebirthed. I don't think they rebirthed and then moved somewhere else. I'm sure they still thrive in in Stone Mountain. Secretly, I'm don't I don't know uh-huh. how, I don't know how secret it is. But anyway, is it a lot of black people that live in Stone Mountain now? That's a good question. I know Donald Glover lived there for 30 years ago or something like that. I don't know though. I don't, I'm not really familiar with the. Po- I'm sure the population grew a lot, and I'm sure there's black people that live there. It's 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 it's, it's near Atlanta, but it has this history to it as well. So it's even more. Like you live you live there and you got to drive past a fucking carved mountain. They like it's like a it's like a rock. I like a rock almost like um Robert Mount Rushmore, Rushmore, but like KKK. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They sure. got like tips like the hat. Oh, I don't think it's a Klansman's. <laughs> hood and eyes cut out into the rock crazy. that's why that'll be wild that's like a that's that's like brazen that's wild. and i don't think it's that like on the uh, nose i think it's a little more discreet like a crest or something like that, some kind of symbol anyway um there in stone mountain amon amon attended the local stone mountain high school and in december of 1995 as a part of a journalistic investigation into the life of juvenile delinquents in the state uh Eamon Presley, along with several other teens, gave an interview describing his experience as a former gang member. So by all accounts, he kind of his mom's plan worked like she moved him out of, the, out of Chicago and he kind of turned his life around in a, in a way. Maybe not fully, but he turned it around enough to where he was getting interviewed about what he used to be and how he wasn't that anymore. Are they on horses? Yeah, I think you know what they might Shit. be. It might be four horse horse riding clansmen. I think that is what it is. Actually, they so all it, look like like Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're this not wearing they're why? not wearing Klans hoods, right? No, they're just the men. <laughs> no, not. yeah, they, they wanted to they wanted to be seen. That's why you po- you pose for a rock statue. You don't you don't you don't wear your mask for that. So they wanted to be seen for that one. Yeah, yeah, that's there. Those are all Confederate generals or whatever. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. There's been In some the protests mountain. and there's been some protests and stuff about you know taking it down or blowing it up. I guess what you'd have How's to do. Let's do it. Because you'd have to blow up a mountain, I guess, to get, to get rid of it. It's a lot harder than putting Shit. a rope around a statue and yanking it down, you know. Anyway, after graduating high school, he joined the Georgia National Guard, but was fired in the early 2000s. I didn't even know you. That's crazy. Like, Just get fired from the National Guard. How must, How unruly must you be to get fired from that? Uh, returning, he ended up returning back to his mother's home in Stone Mountain, and Presley began to exhibit antisocial and violent behavior. In December of 2002, he was fired from his job at a local movie theater after repeatedly threatening visitors and co-workers. So also funny, not funny, but it is kind of funny. So the manager asked a deputy sheriff to be close by when she fired him because he was prone to violence. So, you know, you know how, like, sometimes in TV shows and stuff, I've never seen this personally, but, you know, you fire somebody. So you have the security there just to be like, they're going to escort you out. But they, yeah. she was like, we're going to have a police officer nearby because this dude's crazy. Real quick, though. This thing is so large; <laughs>
0: okay, it yeah, overlooks okay, uh-huh. the. It's like a. Yeah, there's huge. like a, it's like a park or something, uh-huh. and it's just like people just chilling, and it's like, America flags, and it's like, that's insane. Yeah, it's huge.
1: That's wild. It's a huge Confederate monument. It might be the biggest Confederate monument in the country. That's insane.
0: Yeah, that's wild. I'm <laughs> sorry. I just, I just can't get over that. <laughs> gotcha.
1: So, in the immediate aftermath of him being fired from the movie theater, he threatened to kill his former supervisor, that called the police and had mm. them there when he was fired. So they were right. Um, Eamon was arrested but avoided prison time and was instead given a a fine and compulsory anger management courses. In April 2003, Eamon was involved in a family violence dispute where he threatened to shoot and kill his mother, her friend, and the deputies that were called to the scene. He said, I was going to, he said, quote, I'm going to put holes in everybody. Holes. Holes. Great movie. Uh, his mother, <laughs> who was 57 at the time, called deputies at around 4 a.m. to a neighbor's residence. So I guess she left her house in fear of okay. her son. Yeah. So they arrived at a neighbor's residence for her son, who allegedly hit, pushed, kicked, and choked her in the residence that they lived in. Presley's mother told deputies that they were having a, a discussion about how difficult it had been for Presley to save money to take a trip to Los Angeles, California. So I guess he she said something... That made him feel inadequate or like he wasn't doing something right or sounding judgy. And this guy's crazy. So he took it to 100 and started beating up his mother, which is absolutely crazy. When it was like Pre- a fight? Oh, no, it wasn't a fight. She was 57. I mean, like I meant
0: like it wasn't a weapon to anything. No, like he just hands. put his hands on her.
1: He's a pretty big guy. When Presley was confronted about the incident, he corroborated his mother's accusations fully he was like yeah that's exactly what happened i beat the her. yeah and she shouldn't have told me i need to stop buying mcdonald's what i do with my money is what i do i'm saving money i am i'm doing both i'm saving money and i spend a little money to eat yeah. i can't eat i love mcchickens yeah yeah you know you know who doesn't <laughs> anyway uh me. I mean, <laughs> <chicken. Yes. laughs> let's not go down this road man okay you gonna act like you're too good for a mcchicken well right now absolutely Right now in life and life, you mean? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Right now, because that's a flex. Don't flex on me. What you mean, like right now in life, or yeah. you mean right now in this moment of the right podcast? Right now in life, I don't. I'm not. Don't flex. Don't flex on me like that. I don't need a McChicken right now in life either. But I if I was McChicken. had a drunk night out, I would eat a McChicken. We went out the other night. I would. The McDonald's was closed. I would eat a McChicken that night. I wasn't. I ate a Big Mac too. Yeah. So let's not let, humble yourself. You yeah. know, I'm in a good place in life too. Don't. Don't. Well, I would rather have that than cat food. But you know, it's it's whatever. Taco Bell isn't cat food. and You got to stop saying that, bro. They might want to sponsor the podcast. You ate it. It's delicious. Sat at my house and ate, ate it, it up. Absolutely Licked your fingers good. and everything. It was absolutely delicious. Oink, 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 oink. <laughs> it was good. Hot sauce off the fingers and everything. So don't call it cat food. You ate it. I did. Yeah. I did. You ate Meow Mix, man. It's cool. Now. <laughs> so like I said, he told the police like, yeah, I did that shit. Don't, t- don't tell me how to save my money. Yeah. Um. And after, after some di- disputes, Presley ended up resisting arrest, and then he led the deputies on a foot chase through the neighborhood. He was eventually caught and arrested <laughs> just a short time later. It wasn't a very long chase. Uh, so this guy's very erratic, man. Presley was charged with simple assault, obstruction of a law enforcement officer, and making terroristic threats and acts for the incident. In March 2006, he was rearrested for indecent behavior, and in April of that year, he was convicted and sentenced to several months in prison, which he served in, in the local county jail, and after being released at the end of 2006, he moved to Atlanta, where he met representatives in show business. Hollywood, okay. Fran. Yeah. A little Hollywood action. Between 2008 and 2009, he performed in supporting roles in the low-budget films, Exit, uh, a quote, intense action packed thriller about one cop's journey to bring down a ruthless drug lord. That's the IMDB description of it. Did it? he
0: have like a some secret talent of acting or? No, I said low
1: budget. <laughs> but <laughs> so he just had how to, he still get the job. He just had to be he was angry guy number seven. You know what I mean? oh, okay. he had a title. He had a he had like a character name, but okay. it's <laughs> You
0: didn't say that though. You said that he had parts in He had parts. There were parts. It
1: could have been anything. He could have played a big part. He played a big part in a small movie. A very small movie. But he still got. Have you seen a small. Have you seen shitty, like, hood movies? You don't have to no. be uh, Uncle Phil, the guy that plays Uncle Phil, to, you know, his acting chops. No, he didn't have some secret act. He was able to stand in front of a screen and read lines. And the lines, they probably didn't even have give him lines. They were like, just tell him, like, I want the money by Friday. And he said that however he said it. <laughs> It's that kind of thing. There's no, uh, there's no like, okay. s- yeah, like a solid part. script that he had to okay. stick to or something. He was like an that. extra. Yeah, he didn't. Have a, well, no, he had. A, he had. A, he had a, let's not. Let's that's not. What I'm saying he had a role in a movie, but he might have had the role in the movie because they're like, this dude. I know this dude named Amon. He's cr- every time I see him, he's getting arrested. We need like a gangster type for the movie. Just have him come and just just be himself. That's that's what, the kind what, of guy. Did he, he do drugs? probably yeah his, his probably mom said his mom said
0: he used to do cocaine Probably and then, did it for drugs um so like, okay, oh, well, okay. I'm I don't I'm sure they gave him
1: money you think so yeah but again I don't know it's a very small budget movie it's called exit that's it not the last exit you know one final exit it's just called exit
0: I just I just can't get it why did they pick him I just don't understand oh, he had that je ne sais quoi. Maybe different he, he, uh, chicken sandwiches, McChickens and
1: shit. Oh, it was probably it was probably catered by you know when they went to when they went to craft services. But I mean, like, why there they, was a gang of McChickens I'm at, thinking, the, at the table?
0: What I'm thinking is like this dude can't be okay. I get it's a low budget film, right? Uh huh. But very, I, uh, very, I mean, I very. This, but they could have been like they could have like two people, somebody that could act a little bit uh-huh. and him. But it was like all he wants is McChickens. This dude wants. Oh, I'm sure they got him for the low. And it was like let's just go with him. Yeah, I'm
1: sure they got him for the low. He was a steal that's what i'm saying yeah he probably stole the equipment that they needed for the he probably literally was a still like yo y'all need cameras to film it i got cameras He's like all right well you bring the cameras you yeah. can be in the movie so anyway so he was in exit and then uh, he had another m- medium-sized decent-sized role okay in a movie called rules 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 not okay. the rules for the streets just yeah. rules so the and they're both by the same director so he really likes one-word titles yeah, for his. Not movies. follow the rules. Or no, like, not, no, 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 like not just, the, the the not even the rules. Yeah, just rules. Yeah, just uh, bad. He got
0: a movie like name bad. It's just, it's just bad. Like that's the title of it. Yeah, bad. yeah. Oh, that's probably a it's bad. bad. That's probably like, a bad. It is a bad movie, but it's
1: just it's, called. But bad. it's called bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It's both. <laughs> Man, it's it's a, it's a double entendre. It's crazy. So uh, <laughs> rules is is an urban okay an urban action movie right. that pits an unstoppable hitman against a mob boss and his army. So I don't think uh, Eamon plays the Unstoppable Hitman, but he plays some role in the movie. That was the description. That's the description. That's 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 the IMDb. Oh, it's awful. And I I almost want to watch it because I hope... I'm tempted to watch it because what if he like really is unstoppable, like a Terminator type of situation? Then it's like to see low budget, can no you get special that, can effects. Can find that movie? Probably. I don't know where you would even... This isn't on Netflix. You can't get this. You have to like buy this from the guy. It's called Rules? It's called really Rules. Speaking of the guy, let me give him his credit because you probably have to call... You probably have to go to his website and buy the DVDs or VHS tapes directly from him. So uh, both of these movies were directed by the iconic Tavares M. Wilson. Friend, you might know him from his classic film, The Fourth Quarter. Which he wrote, directed, and starred in, and uh, so he's a triple threat, very talented, and uh, he has a slew of movies, all all named like, um, bad and it is the evil and okay. R- rules and uh, exit and, and fourth quarter, which is his big hit. You know fourth quarter, right? Uh, is this with um? Oh no, it's it's with Tavares M. Wilson. He plays the star of the football team. He's the director, writer, and it's he's, called fourth quarter. It's called the fourth I don't quarter. know that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you like this. This would be the last episode of this podcast <laughs> if I said that as a joke and you were like, "Oh yeah, I've seen that I've movie. Seen I that movie. love that movie." Tavares M Wilson and you know exactly who he is. Like, oh yeah, I love his movies. <laughs> I would have been like, you know what? For you to not know who Meryl Streep is and you know who Tavares M Wilson is, we got this. We can't do this anymore. You know who Meryl Streep is. Yeah, because I told you,
0: I've seen her somewhere else before that though. I said what she, at the store? We've like, no, seen her somewhere no, else. I think she like did like a she was on like magazine cover
1: i'm sure she's been on many of them she's an oscar multi-time oscar winner she's been on a bunch of uh, magazine covers but i saw i was like oh that's who meryl streep is (laughs) you don't even know how crazy it is to go like oh that's her that's crazy man yeah we're gonna move on street meryl streep meryl's because of that name i go like what so yeah so he had a he had a these were his uh, two acting roles and uh once, w- once he got a little taste of acting, he decided to move to Los Angeles because he wanted to become a professional actor. He's like, I'm done doing these low budget films. Me and Tavares got into a little thing, and and I'm gonna go out to Hollywood and follow pursue my dreams. Um, however, once in Los Angeles, Presley had little luck breaking into this breaking in the show business, and he saved up some money to sign up for acting classes at the at the Margie Haber Studio in Beverly Hills, but it didn't really help his uh acting skills much. They just took his money and. You know, you can go to the classes, but he didn't get, like, better. And so money was running low, and if he had any social life, he was never posting about it online. Instead, he would just post up uh, headshots of him posing in dozens of selfies that showed him smoking marijuana or drinking. And one of the last photos he posted on January 9th of 2014 included a very eerie caption that just said, Killer. After his acting career officially hit rock bottom, Eamon Presley took on a new role, that of a cold-blooded killer. And on September 27th of 2014, the body of 53-year-old Calvin Golston, who who lived with his brother, but due to struggles with schizophrenia, would sometimes end up on the streets for days at a time, was discovered outside of a abandoned grocery store. The man, affectionately known as Butterball, was Eamon's first victim, and although he masked his murderous intent with the motive of robbery, so that's what he that's what he told himself when he went out, like I'm going to go out and rob people. I need money to get more acting classes or whatever, mm-hmm. buy DVDs of acting courses or whatever he really just wanted to kill that was his that was his main intent was i want to go out and i want to kill somebody so amen approached mr golston outside of that abandoned grocery store and well when he approaches him he puts his hands up okay and even though he puts his hands up in surrender amen ends up shooting him in the chest which made him fall to the mm. ground and he starts bleeding and he walked closer to him and he walked closer to him and delivered an execution style shot to the oh, back okay. of his head Eamon says that after the adrenaline came down, he was hit by a wave of grief and remorse, but it was short-lived. Was he high? On his murderous intent. I don't, he didn't. What builds up the adrenaline? I just don't. You can't, you can't. You don't have the mind. You don't have the mind. It's the same thing I was saying about, we'll never really understand a psychopath. The idea that you go, man, I just really want to kill somebody and then you get the high from it or whatever and then you like and then you're like oh i like killing people these are all things i could never process cuz that's what happens you get this idea you go through with it and then you go oh i like this and then you do it again and again and again and people psychopaths who have the same compulsion that he has they they're spree killers so the only thing that's going to stop them is arresting them or killing them like they're just they're going to keep they're going to keep going until they get caught so a little less than 2 months later on november 23rd of 2014 Eamon, mad and frustrated at the hand that the universe had dealt him, decided somebody was going to die on this night. He walked up on Dorian Jenkins, a man who was sleeping on the street, and shot him five times in cold blood. Mm. He later went on to say that, I thought maybe he would be in a better place than to be homeless or on drugs. Kind of bullshit. Human beings aren't meant to live like this. So that's another thing that's crazy to me is that he shows my favor. Exactly. He's showing the signs of his psychopathy and his narcissism because he believes that he sees somebody in a situation that he doesn't like and he has the ability to make the decision to take somebody's life as a favor. Yeah. That's absolutely insane. To even have the 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 nerve to fix your lips and go, "I mean, I killed him, but like he was homeless." And that's extra scary because we've seen an uptick in homeless violence recently with people who don't want them in front of their buildings or they're trying to sell real estate. That guy in Florida was trying to sell real estate and the homeless people were out in front of a building he was trying to sell or whatever. So you just go, we need to get them out of here. They're a a, a, a eyesore. What, you know, like for you to make these decisions and go, I have the right to remove them from earth, like from existence Mm -hmm. is like such a, it's the most psycho, it's the most psychopathic thing ever to me. So at this point, the, wave, the waves of grief and remorse that he was getting are no longer a factor at all. And according to Amon, killing a person was no different than killing a cockroach at this point. This is, only two vic- this, is two, this is the second victim that he f- he's feeling this way. And on November 26th, just three days after the murder of Dorian Jenkins, Amon was allegedly watching American Dad and after hearing the character Stan, who's the dad, and American dad, mm. after hearing the, char- the character Stan talk about h- how he's like this ruthless government agent and he can kill without remorse, the government's trained him to be this weapon or whatever, he heard that and he said it triggered something in him. And he decided, I'm going to go out tonight and kill. Like, I'm that too. Like he really A cartoon. A cartoon. <laughs> a cartoon. What? Watching a cartoon. You know, I watch cartoons sometimes. I watch Rick and Morty. I've never been watching Rick and Morty, and it triggered something in yeah. me. Yeah. And this is a cop out, you know, the um, you know, there's been tons of studies. We've we've had these discussions before and, and sometimes we fall in different we, we fall in different places about it at different times when we talk about it. We talk about music and television and movies, how they affect people. Do can 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 a movie make somebody do something? Yeah. And most of the times I fall on no, because most people don't do stuff. So the people who do end up doing something, it's, it seems like it's just a cop out. Like you probably would have done this anyway, but you're using this as what? made you do it but yeah. you would have done it anyway most likely because most people don't play violent video games and then are violent. Right? It's a small percentage of people so it's like you probably would have been anything could have done this but I was playing Grand Theft Auto I was playing Call of Duty or I was listening to 21 Savage. Huh? Sure, You're listening it? and I was listening to 21 Savage and when he said whatever I was like I need to go kill somebody. It's a, it's a cop out but it's bullshit you know. like You were going to do that anyway. So like I said just three days after killing Dor- uh, Dorian Jenkins and watching American Dad He decided he was going to go out that night and kill somebody else. So later on that night, he headed out onto the street, grabbed his gun, loaded it, and he went out with the sole intention of finding a life to take. This wasn't about a robbery. This wasn't any kind of the little excuses he had made in the past. This was I'm going out to kill somebody, which is an escalation in many ways. He went from a two-month break because his first victim was killed in September, and then his next victim wasn't killed until November 23rd. So he went from a two-month break to a three-day break, and now he doesn't even give himself the little bullshit excuse of like, well, I need money. I'm going to go rob somebody yeah. and whatever happens, happens. Now he's like, it's been three days. I am I want to kill somebody else. And so I'm going to go out and kill somebody. I don't need anything other than the, just the satisfaction of the murder. So like I said, he packed his, he got his gun. He went out stalking the streets and he arrived at a bridge and he decided to look underneath of the bridge because he was like homeless people sleep under bridges sometimes. So I'm going to go underneath the bridge to see if there's somebody under there. And he did. Unfortunately, he finds a 68-year-old man named Tommy Mims, also known as Can Man. Okay. Um, as this man was laying asleep under a bridge, minding his business, Mind his business yeah. Eamon Presley slowly approaches him, bends down, and shoots him five or six times Damn. before, you know, walking away. As he's walking away, though, he can hear Can Man coming to, which is the saddest fucking thing. He's coming to and realizing that he's dying. Doesn't really that's even know weird. what's happening to him. Can't breathe. And so he's hearing all this as yeah. he's walking away. And because he won't be satisfied unless he knows the person's dead, he turned around, Go walked back. back up walked back up to the cam man, put the gun to his temple, and shot him in his head. Because he needed to know that he's dead. Because that's where the satisfaction comes from. That's where the gratification comes from. It's from knowing he took the life. So like I said, he Amon Presley had clearly escalated in both frequency and brutality with no signs of slowing down. But the back-to-back murders of homeless individuals raised eyebrows in the city and detectives treated the two murders as connected because they happened three days apart. They also treated them as... Con- once they treated them as connected and encased and, and both the scenes and 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 you know and did their you know forensics and everything, they found that there was... They found no fingerprints or anything like that, but the only thing that they did find was two unique bullet fragments at both scenes that were the same. Okay. So it was a unique bullet that they don't see very often and both they were at both scenes. So they go... If we find that gun, we find the person cuz this is a unique bullet. What about the
0: showcases? They don't, they don't I thought they, they don't collect those?
1: Oh, that's what I'm talking. I don't know. Bullet showcase, oh, that's okay. what I'm saying. Whatever was left from the gun being shot was at the scene gotcha. and they matched each other at the two different scenes. So like I said, they don't have enough information to to identify a suspect, but they're confident that if they find this gun, they find the suspect. Mm-hmm. His vo- his fourth victim, Karen Pierce, was a white woman, a big change in victim profile from his first three victims who were all black men. She was murdered on December 6th of 2014. So this is just five days later. You know, it's he's in a full-blown spree at this point. According to Eamon, this this murder was purely about robbing and money. But again, this is a psychopath. So nothing he says really. These are all just things he's making up in his mind that justifies actions. So I, I want to make that clear because... I'm getting all this The information that I'm getting like where I'm saying he did this this for this reason. is because when he was arrested, he was interrogated and he just told him everything. Yeah. But he's also getting on his grandstanding and talking about society, doing him wrong. He likes to hear himself talk. So he says things like that. Like, I don't hurt women and children, but I really needed the money this time. So that's why I killed her. It was purely business. Like he says shit like that, but it's like. No, no, no. You're a murderer. You're a psychopathic murderer. You would have killed anybody. Right. And it, it, there's no like, well, I just, it was, this was different than this one. No, that's not. But that's what he said. And then as the, as the detective in the room, you got to go, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Right on. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you thirsty? That's a, that's one of my favorite parts of seeing like those interrogation videos. When you see somebody that's clearly guilty and they start giving them what they want and they're like, yeah, yeah, no. Cause like you're a good guy and you wouldn't want to see somebody be living hard up on the street, yeah. so you kill him right I mean that's what you gotta do you, you saved him yeah that's what I'm saying I saved him and so I don't mean to toot my own horn so and say him I'm yeah, exactly. yeah. so what happened was on the night of December 6th, 2014 he followed Karen Pierce as she was leaving a train station and he cornered her in the alley um, she felt like she was being followed so she turned around according to him so she turned around and had a knife in her hand That was a small knife he said you know he pulled out his gun he said put the gun down put the knife down and give me your wallet and as soon as she handed over the wallet to him, to him she, he shot her immediately. There was no, he was going to do that regardless. Gonna do that anyway. He was going to yeah. do that anyway. As a matter of fact, he probably he just, wanted just wanted to do that yeah. and, and use the wallet as some kind of way to make her feel weak or scared yeah. or whatever. He was going to shoot her regardless. If she resisted, if she didn't resist, he was going to shoot her. So once again, Amon had escalated now, not only in frequency of killing, but now in his victim profile which makes him extremely unpredictable because first, like I said, it's three black men. Now you throw a white woman in there and that, so, and they already don't have a suspect. So he, like I said, could have continued to kill more and more people, especially now that he's like decided I'm going to kill white people as well. You know, now what happened was five days after the killing of Karen Pierce on December 11th, Amon was stopped by police while he was trying to dodge a train station swipe system. So he's trying to jump, the, you know, trying to jump the pay, the pay station for the train. And while searching him, they discover a revolver in his backpack and take him into custody. After analyzing the gun, they realize that it matches the unusual bullets found at both the scenes of Dorian Jenkins and Tommy Mims. People get caught for that. Caught for what? Arrested for that? Sometimes. I mean, they have every it's a it's a crime. Like it's a crime. It's a petty crime. I've seen a lot of people, I remember there was this movement in New York. One day a bunch of protesters just jumped the turnstile, like in protest. Like they refused to pay because they were like, "You can't be sending kids to Rikers Island for jumping the turnstile," but it is—it's a crime. It is a crime. So like, if they decide that if they see you do it and they ch- they make chase and they catch you, then they could press charges or arrest you or give you a f- whatever they can do. It's 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 a thing that is it's against the law. So they saw him do it. They they pulled him up, searched him, found a gun. It was a revolver. They thought it was suspicious. They brought him into custody, and they did ballistics on the gun. It matched the two guns at the scenes of Dorian Jenkins' murder and Tommy Mims, a.k.a. Cam Man's murder. And after being faced with the reality of the, of the damning ballistics evidence, Eamon Presley proceeded to put on the performance of a lifetime. I highly recommend people go watch Signs of a Psychopath, season four, episode four, I believe. It's definitely season four, maybe episode four. I mean, he he confessed to these four murders in great detail, accompanied by reenactments, um, monologues. Well, so this is real. What do you mean? I mean, <laughs> I know the story was real. Talk about. I talk about on the show. Yeah, it's it's like, oh, it was cor- like it's I like corner it was, camera footage. It was no, 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 no. Oh, okay. It's like corner camera foot camera footage of the interrogation. Okay, okay. So he's standing up, walking around. The detective is like, "So what happened?" He's like, "So I shot him." And then what? He fell like this. The f- detective falls on the ground. He's like, "Yeah." Then I walked up behind his. It's like crazy. Yeah. And then in between all that, he's going on these monologues and these long soliloquies about how society did him wrong. And his mom had him in a bad environment. and He had no choice but to be a gangster. It's 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 all crazy. It's all self-indulgent bullshit, narcissistic bullshit. But it's very entertaining and like mind blowing. And then interlaced in between that are people who are like experts in psychopathy, breaking down the things that he's saying. Mm -hmm. So it's really it really is. It's really one of my favorite shows. So uh, one of one of one of his quotes that he said, this was the big thing for him. That, and this kind of encompasses his whole outlook on life. He said drugs, alcohol, no father, the influences, the rap music, the bitches, the whole bad boy thing. All of it just conditioned him in the wrong way and gave him a bloodlust is what he said. It gave it gave him a bloodlust. Just society. All these things that were just being fed into his brain gave him a bloodlust. Amon Presley ended up pleading guilty to all four murders and avoided the death penalty on June 13th of 2016. So he pled guilty to everything in order to avoid the death penalty, all four murders, cop to him. In his final statement to the court, he proclaimed, "I am not a serial killer. I am a brother that has some real serious issues and problems who did some things that I am not proud of." So he didn't get the death penalty because he cuz he pled out. He pled guilty. He pled guilty. And gave them all the information and everything. So this was
0: this had to happen after or before he went into detail about everything? Because if they already know he if he already went in and interrogation and said he did everything, oh, no, no. he did it.
1: Well, that was you know that you got to get that you got to get that like signed. You know what I mean? Like you have you yeah, can, but he already said he already went into detail that he did it. So no, how I was I get that? I get what you're saying, but that was like the night he was arrested from the train station. In order to... when you go to trial, you need to have like his lawyer was present like i don't think that's it's inadmissible you know what i mean mm-hmm. like he needs to he needs to sign a written statement you can't just use the footage from that room in the trial so all they have is the ballistics it's like this gun matches but we don't know for sure it might not be enough so they needed to get a so later it's like yeah he confessed but then they later got like a, an official confession from him okay. in a plea in a plea agreement that's yeah, what they I- they drew up a plea and you know once he got official representation the lawyer probably was like Well, you're going to not say anything else until they take the death penalty off the table and then you can sign your confession, which he did. Hmm. I understand what you're saying where it's like, well, he said all this stuff. So it's like we got him. You're going to jail. But like you can't use the footage from the interrogation in the trial. Why? Why? Because he didn't have a lawyer rep present. I don't, he didn't I don't, really tell him to talk. He talked? That's his fault. He talked. I don't have the answers that you're looking for. But I just don't get it. That I got it. you. But yeah. he took the plea, or they offered him a plea to get all the details or whatever. from. Maybe they felt like they couldn't get him on all four. It could have been that, too. I don't know. Maybe they felt like they only had strong evidence in the two, the Dorian Jenkins murder and the uh, um, Cam Man murder. Mm. But the other two, they didn't feel confident that they could charge him on. So he confessed to all four. And if you take the death penalty off the table, now you close four cases. And, you know, he a guy goes to jail. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, that was the story of Eamon Presley. A very crazy story. Like I said, I got it from Signs of a Psychopath. Uh, very good show on Discovery+. Plus. And um, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, it's Fran's turn to tell you guys some fucked up shit. So, stick around.
0: All right, it's my turn to go. Uh, My story is about the uh, murder of Ricky McCormick. So Ricky McCormick, age 41, didn't have the easiest life and often found himself in trouble with the law. Also, um, I got my story. My references are from from Wiki. It's from a site called um, Mm RiverfrontTimes.com. And it was from uh, TheMedium.com. And the the lady that wrote the article, her name is Jennifer Baldwin. It was a great article. That's why I want to make sure I mention her name. So his, his family always knew he was different and he felt he likely had a disability or a mental illness. He wasn't like all of the other children around him growing up. However, his parents never had him tested or officially diagnosed. So I don't know if I want to, I don't know if I want to say like, um, maybe as a kid, it wasn't that bad or it was like, as a kid, he didn't get a lot of attention from his parents for him to, him to, to be going through this was like, in school and stuff like mm. that. And then them not to take him to get tested or anything like that. It's just,
1: I think it's just odd. A lot things. of that's cultural though, too. Like a lot of people do like don't put my kid in special needs classes. I don't, the help seems like a punishment to people sometimes Whereas mm. like this class will help them. It's it's a, it's a slower curriculum. It's, it's more his speed, but that looks bad. <coughs> that looks bad on the kid. It looks bad on the, or to them, it looks bad on the kid and to the, it looks bad on the family and whatever, you know? So, while it seems like helping, yeah, this kid maybe has ADHD or this happened in Atlanta, didn't it? In that episode, that's, that's yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, what happened yeah. in the uh in the the heart the heart family reference episode. Yeah, yeah. But that is like happens every day. He wasn't like all of the children in, um, around him growing up. However,
0: his parents never had him tested or officially diagnosed. Ricky was a high school dropout who never married and managed to keep a minimum wage job like floor mopper, dishwasher, and a busboy. Mm-hmm as well as a job outside the law but otherwise lived on but otherwise lived on disability he had occasional run-in with the police which would all which would um, often result in misdemeanor charges until he was caught in a relationship with an underage girl oh he fathered two children with this young girl and was arrested for statutory rape wow ricky reportedly worked as a gas station attendant however his boss his boss and owner baha Abdallah frequently had him partake in illegal side hustles, Ricky Wood often traveled to Orlando, Florida to pick up large quantities of marijuana for Baja. His aunt and girlfriend felt um, he appeared to be scared after his most recent trip to Orlando in mid-June 1999. Mm. So Ricky visited the Forest Park Hospital in St. Louis, Missouri on June 25, 1999. He claimed he needed a checkup but he was a well-known and frequent visitor to the hospital. Ooh, he suffered from chronic heart and lung problems. Okay, so he was admitted for a few days for observation. After doctors determined he was relatively healthy, he was sent on his way. You had some.
1: You was of something? I thought it was like a he. He was a, a drug addict type of thing. Yeah. To get prescription pills because that happens a lot. You come in. Oh like, hey, My I back hurt hurts. You. This that. The, yeah. Okay. Um,
0: so a, a fellow gas station employee reported seeing Ricky stop by the gas station briefly on the morning of June 27, 1999, before leaving the location. The employee had no way of knowing it, but he'd be the last person to see Ricky alive. And Ricky likely only had hours left to live. Mm. So on June thirtieth, 1999, a woman was driving through a rural area near West Alton, Missouri, and noticed something unusual just off the side of the road just off the side of the quiet road of of Route 367. It was a decomposing body of Ricky McCormick, lying face down in the cornfield. Along with Ricky's body were two hand-scribbled notes that were found in his pocket. The the notes weren't written in language the police understood and appeared to have been written in 30 lines of coded text. The coded note added another layer of mystery to Ricky's death. So when Ricky was found he was already in severe levels of decomposition. However, his fingertips, his fingerprints were still intact, which allowed the police to identify him easily. Due to his previous interactions with the police, his information was already on file. So Ricky was 20 miles from his home and police couldn't figure out why he was there or how he had gotten there. So 20 miles is a ways. He didn't drive. He didn't drive. He didn't have a car. Mm-hmm. I don't, but I'm. I, what I'm thinking is like he had to take these trips to Florida. So it was like, who car was he using? That,
1: ooh, could have been like a like a an unregistered car. You know, you're driving, you're driving to go do some illegal activity. So, it could have just been like a a beater car that wasn't you know registered at, at a motor vehicle place. Right. True. True. Um.
0: So yeah. So he's, he's found 20 miles out from his home. Ricky didn't know anyone who lived in that in that you know kind of like
1: that 20 miles area, yeah, that from area, his house. He
0: didn't, live, he didn't know anybody lived there. So he and he didn't have a car of his own, nor was there any public transportation in that area. Mm. So how did he get there? Right. Yeah. So when police looked into Ricky's last known whereabouts, they thought it was odd his body was so badly decomposed as he couldn't have died more than three days prior, but appeared to have died much earlier. Mm. The weather had been moderate and couldn't account for the advanced decomposition. Hence, the police... Uh, Guess that he may have been killed elsewhere and then kept in a hot outbuilding or vehicle trunk before dumping his body in the cornfield. Yeah. So that's my first thought was like he had to be killed and then dropped off. there. there. Yep. However, the medical examiner was unable to determine a cause of death and initially ruled out a homicide. Mm. While the police admitted they found no indication that anyone had a motive to kill him, nor any weapons or witness. Or witnesses to support, he had been murdered. They believe Ricky had been a victim of a homicide. So mm. it was like, wasn't sure. We can't rule it out. But it's like they don't have anything else. It was like, he, it's like he—it's no way he just like just wasn't died the, and he just like passed out. And
1: yeah. Because why would he be walking out here in the middle of nowhere where he doesn't know anybody? Yeah. Either. So
0: before I before, because you know when you read different articles, different things come up in the timeline just differently based mm-hmm. on how the person's writing. It.
1: So what I thought was
0: like when he he died i thought it was like before i knew it was so far he was 20 miles out from where he lived i thought it was just like he had these, these chest lung problems maybe yeah. he just passed out or mm-hmm. something like that heart attack and he was just there and then nobody just this was lady just happened to see him yeah but saw him after day. he was dead right yeah but i was like oh well he was 20 miles out where the fuck was he walking how did he get there without a car right yeah that's a that's a hump oh yeah <laughs> so the police took a close look at gregory lamar knox as he was a well-known drug dealer in Ricky's neighborhood, mm. he was already suspected for four murders in that area, and the police thought he might have been responsible for Ricky's death. Now, I don't know what he, him, uh, Ricky was doing with his 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 boss. Well, he was at the, least delivering him weed. Was, yeah, but we don't know if it was like territory type thing. Oh, that's what or, I'm saying. I mean, he yeah, yeah, yeah. so he so might have also like, been selling weed. So that possible, could have had something to do with it, yeah. But but you know this dude, that dude, Gregory Knox, eventually went to jail for like drug drive, drug trafficking. Right. But he was never like, um, charged for like the murders that he was suspected he suspected of, of doing. Oh, wow. So an informant working with the police even implicated Knox when he was when he told authorities Knox had murdered a local gas station attendant. That's pretty. I mean, come on. Yeah. So it could be like. He just, this guy just found out about the news and he's just like, but we don't know what news got out though. How do yeah. we, how do we know that, that news that he was a gas station attendant yeah, got out? exactly. So, yeah, um, and then the area he lived in could have been probably a small town. They don't have public transportation, so it can't be that big. Yeah. I would think. So and, that makes sense to me. Yeah. So it was like, we don't know what got out, but again, we, again, we heard, we've
1: done plenty of stories where it was like,
0: a guy was like, oh. This is my chance to get the fuck up out of
1: here. Yeah, here's some, some information. Important. Yeah, just <laughs> make up. Of, yeah, uh, reduce my sentence, please. Thank you.
0: Right. Uh, yeah, so the police couldn't find any evidence to tie Knox to Ricky's murder. So Baha Hamdala was also looked at as a suspect in Ricky's death, as a as a um as the two men had a relationship. While the police couldn't find any evidence of a motive, they were aware that Baha had a violent temper. Sorry, he reportedly shot at people in the past when he grew angry at them. Oh, jeez. Although, yet again, the police didn't find anything that led them to believe Baja was tied to Ricky's murder. So on October 13th of, 20, of uh, 2000, Baja was managing another store, Charlie's Food Market, in Madison, Illinois, when he got into an argument with a customer named Robert Steptoe. Different versions of events were later present, presented in court, but ultimately, a jury convicted Baja of first-degree murder after he shot Steptoe in the face with a 9 millimeter Glock.
1: Oh, Jesus. Um, this happened outside. This dude's a gangster. Outside the store. This is... I'm picturing like an Indian man. I really like the element of this story. This is like this gangster Indian dude selling weed and stuff and also managing gas stations. Like... Yeah. Uh, his that's name like, at least sounds he Indian. Got, he
0: owns like a gas station, like a food
1: mart, like, like people own uh, mattress stores. Yeah. Just, it's like a front. It's just a front. Yeah. <laughs> a, a front. He's like a straight up gangster yeah. though. under money and shit. That's dude. a new... That's not an angle I've ever really heard. I'd like to see a movie about that. Yeah, an Indian gangster, but like his front is you know a convenience store owner or gas yeah, station yeah. owner, but yeah, really yeah. it's just like no, I'm a fucking street, I'm a street lord. Yeah, I murder people and I sell drugs. That's a, I mean it's like that's it's a not, different that's it, a different angle. I never different, seen that. And before.
0: it's like this dude has a short temper. We know he's trafficking drugs, shooting at people that are and like he's using stealing from the store or you know causing problems in the store. Yeah, and he's using his one of his employees. To make drug who, runs. Who can't read and apparently can't write yeah. words, but it's like, oh, I need you to do this. And he's taking advantage
1: of this dude, because labor like, oh, yeah, I know I mean, this dude. Yeah. I'm Baja. Yeah. The kingpin of Poughkeepsie whatever, where the fuck are they? Uh Illinois. Illinois somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm the kingpin. You go fucking pick up my drugs. Yeah. I don't do stuff. You like come that. back and you run and you you run the shop. And you gotta shift at eleven thirty. You yeah. gotta shift from eleven thirty to six AM. Yep. Do both. Yeah, that's hard. That's yeah, hard. so yeah, so he was convicted for first degree murder mm. of shooting some dude in the face. That's not hard. the The scenario I made up in my mind is hard. Him murdering somebody, shooting them in the face, that's not hard. Just wanted, just wanted to clarify. Oh, that's not the other stuff that I made up. About but him, pa- like pinned him- gangster and all yeah, that type yeah. stuff.
0: But he actually like murdered somebody. But he's the- like, he's like, he's about that.
1: Yeah, no. Is that that's- like is bad to say? No, I am saying that's kind of hard too. But somebody was killed. I just you know what I mean. I know what you mean, yeah, and you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah I, I watch a lot of gangster movies, man. You watch, you know, Goodfellas and stuff. So I'm picturing I've never seen an Indian American Goodfellas type of scenario. Right. So this is like this is like throwing me th- for a loop. I like it, yeah. but I shouldn't like it because it's a real guy. This guy really killed people. But like, I'm I'm writing a script in my mind. This is yeah. interesting. This is I like this. Yeah. So in September two thousand two, Dev Dev Patel. I, I got a whole. It's, it's in my head. I got it in my head. It's, <laughs> uh, it's up there. Riz Ahmed. I see I, there's something here. Continue. All right, so in, 2002,
0: in September 2002, a Madison county judge sentenced um, Baja to 38 years in prison for mm. killing Steptoe. Nearly four years later, however, in May 2006, an Illinois appellate court ruled Baja, uh Baja's lawyer erred, erred by not calling a gunshot residue expert to testify in person in the shooting case. The appellate court granted a retrial. In the second go round, the jury bought bought Baja's claims of self-defense and his version of events in which the gun went off while he and Steptoe were struggling for control of the pistol. On May 15, 2008, Baja walked out the court a
1: free man. Back on the streets. Yep. Oh, this is an Oscar worthy. <laughs> I'm this is the script I'm writing yep. in my head is now he's back on the street, about to come take his business back over, get back to business as usual.
0: Yeah, man. Wow. Baja. So what happened when you were on the streets, huh?
1: So what happens when King Baja yep. crown him. So by, scary. This is scary.
0: <laughs> by March 29th, again, that dude, he was... This is a co case. Nobody's ever was ever charged for this. So, Knox is, was out of the story, and Baja, this is it. We don't know what Baja is doing after this. He yeah. could be still. We don't know. Could be active. Yep. By March 29th of 2011, investigators hadn't gotten any closer to solving Ricky's death. They interviewed his relative his relatives, his girlfriend, and others who knew him. Soon, leaves began to run dry, and a stack of other cases piled up on um, investigators' desks. But before long, McCormick appeared to join the ranks of countless other poor, um, indignant men whose short lives ended under suspicious circumstances only to be forgotten. Twelve years passed, and then everything changed. In March of 2011, FBI officials made a rare, remarkable Revelation seemingly out of the blue. Dan Olson, chief of the Barrels, cryptanalysis and Racketeering Records Unit, CRRU, disclosed for the first time, now this is 12 years after this dude was murdered. Sure. Disclosed for the first time the existence of two pages of handwritten encrypted notes found st- stuffed in a pocket of McCormick's jeans. McCormick is Ricky? Ricky McCormick. So this is 12 years after this dude has passed. Was
1: he an informant? Who? Oh. Ricky. Is that where, is that where this is going?
0: No, no, no. This dude has—he was killed, but nobody said anything about some papers he had in his pocket, some notes or whatever that he had in his pocket until twelve years later. Sure. So they, when they found him dead, they took—they went and called the family and was like, hey, he had some random dollars. shit in his pocket, mm-hmm. but the note thing had n- never came up. Mm. So I guess they kept that secret. Like, yeah. let's try to figure this out first before we. Put it like out to public the public. Views. Yeah, okay. Um, so unable to decipher the tangle of the tangle of letters and numbers. The mm. shit, the note is crazy. I'll show you in a second. The FBI realized, I'm sorry, they released copies to the public with a plea for assistance to hardcore um, puzzle solvers and mm-hmm. wannabe sleuths alike. So they made, so they put this out. Yeah. And it was getting hits and it was like, all right, it's too many coming in. <laughs> they made like a website yeah. and got like over a 5,000 hits of people just going, like, I think I saw this. Is this Mm -hmm. and this is this means this and these numbers of coordinations and all kinds of shit. So it turns out that McCormick's riddles, McCormick's riddle, allegedly written by a man who could hardly write his own name, has stumped the world's foremost code breakers. So they went after experts and was like, Yeah,
1: can you do? And they could have was like, We don't know what this shit is. You know what my answer would be to that? Then it was just nonsense. Well, if it was just all these people, it has no meaning. Like it, just, <laughs> yeah, just doodles. Um,
0: yeah. So like people that 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 do that shit, uh-huh. like, we don't know no what way. this is. Don't know. There's a drawing of a pig. Yeah. between two ones. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> so they've remained so baffled. In fact, that McCormick's notes now ranked third on the CRRU's list of top unsolved cases, behind only. An unbroken cipher, um, authored by the self-proclaimed Zodiac Killer in 1969, and the Da Vinci Code, and a secret threat letter written to an undisclosed public agency about 25 years ago. So we all know, did oh. not, no, we all know <laughs> the Zodiac Killer, and yes, you know what he did. And he was trying to compare what his notes to. Maybe he's trying to be like this, you know. Maybe whoever yeah. did this trying to be like this dude, but it was like. They figured out Oh, that. like
1: maybe a killer killed him and then left yeah, it on and his left, body. Yeah, left a
0: note to, to go like, to throw the police off.
1: Catch me if you can. And the police were like, we don't know. What we them. don't know. We just it. can't. catch. We won't yeah. even. We're not They're even chasing it. Whatever you meant to do. You did it. It worked. Yeah, you did Because we it. don't
0: know what, who, who, who did this. So, yeah, people just tried to compare the note to Jack Terrence, who is, which is the Zodiac Killer's real name. And they were saying that. I'm, sc- I'm sorry? Jack Terrence? Is that his name? That's his real name, right?
1: The Zodiac Killer was never caught. What
0: well, they were saying, well- who they think? I'm, I'm sorry, it was a. Th- I'm sorry. I was like, wait, did you no 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> no no break the Exclusive person news? the person
0: I'm... that writ the that had written and created about the um his like, encryption his, his yeah code was, was Jack it. Terrence. Okay, so, I was like, so yeah, so this dude um they said somebody somebody tweeted and was like, in my opinion, the Ricky McCormick code is a mix of Persian Arabic, S- Sami, sure, and, ...and English script. And abbreviations, abbrevi, abbreviations, which is not Jack Terrence Mo. It tells a message of beating, killing, and leaving a body over a type of cannabis form. This is somebody that's like one of these people that's deep like, in the world, deep into it. it was yeah, like, this sounds, you know, I do yeah. Know. Um, to me, I go, oh shit, that person could be right. You know, sounds know. sounds good to me. Um, so Ricky McCormick also s- stood out as a different. As different from his peers, which I mentioned in the beginning, his mother Frankie Sparks described him as retarded. His okay. cousin Charles McCormick, who shared a brotherly relationship um, with Ricky for most of his life, says Ricky would often talk like he was from an, like he was in another world. And suspects and suspects Ricky might have been might have suffered from schizophrenia or bipolar disorder. So they say, you know, this dude was just he was. In school, at lunch, he was, he, lunch, was, he, he, was by, yeah, he was always by himself, and yeah, he, he, had he, really talk, he had some struggles. Yeah, he didn't really struggles. talk anybody. So, and um, again, like the notes you say, it could it could just been what you make up when you are alone.
1: Just be stuff
0: you make up. bullshit. I mean, we nobody, nobody
1: knows. Man, George Lucas, before he became a billionaire, was just some chubby dude with glasses sitting at the lunch table, being like, and then they're gonna go to Xandar and uh, Darth Vader, and people were like, "You are a loser," and now he's worth billions of dollars. But those people are always those people. You make up languages. James Cameron made up a whole language for the Avatar movies. That's the nerdiest shit ever in life. <laughs> but you know what? Sometimes those people go on to have success. You know? Yeah. You know how much of a nerd you got to be to make up a language for aliens in your fantasy book that you're writing? All of that's dorky as hell yeah. until it's not. Until it's amazing art. Yep.
0: So uh, the FBI crypt analysis and racketeering credit um, records uh, unit. And the American Cryptogram Association, and they was getting they was putting out all the cards, attempted to decipher the notes found in Ricky's pocket, but had no luck. After years of trying, they decided their best option would be to go public and ask for help decoding the notes. Again, what I mentioned earlier. Chief Dan Olson believes breaking the code could help the police determine where Ricky was before his death. Olson feels as though they may be notes Ricky took himself. He hopes the notes can at least give the police a clue as to what happened to Ricky and why. Authorities strongly feel the notes must mean something, but they have yet to figure out what it means. Thus far, there are four main theories. The first is that Ricky's killer wrote the code and left them in Ricky's body to throw off the investigation. Sure. Another theory is Ricky what was... What was the
1: cause of death? The, 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 they don't... They, no,
0: nothing. They don't know.
1: His bot, like the, his fingertips, were barely th- still there. Yeah, because he'd like decomposed. Yeah, m- faster than that. That was a weird thing about it.
0: Oh, damn. Yep. So another theory is that Ricky was only semi-literate, and between his mental illness and learning disability, he didn't know what he was writing. I buy into that one. Uh, so he, th- so he couldn't. He can write letters and w- numbers, but he couldn't write and r- write them into words. Sure. So a third theory was Ricky was working as a carrier and was delivering in- encrypted messages to and from criminals. The most popular theory is that Ricky had developed his own form of shorthand, only he could understand.
1: See, I don't buy that because, like, I watch a lot of like, or I used to watch a lot of like, um, locked up raw and mm-hmm. locked up abroad and that stuff, and even stuff that they those kites and stuff that they get from inmates it might look like crazy nonsense to you yeah but those corrections officers have cracked those codes they crack those codes in days so the idea that this guy has this this code that he's using to do drug deals and none n- nobody could crack it yeah no no i don't i don't i I, I find it hard to believe i i think it's i think it's just nonsense what's the fourth one
0: yeah uh the one I just read? Was that the fourth one? No, uh, There was no fourth one. Oh, there's was only three? I was I was on the third one. Did you hear the third the one? The third one was, uh, what was he it? He was a carrier. Yeah, for the drugs. Yeah. Yeah, no. I don't uh, oh, know. the fourth one is the most popular one. I don't know if this is the... Uh, the most popular one is that Ricky had developed his own f- form of shorthand and he could only understand. So he...
1: Sure. He created his own... But that's like the same bench. as number two to me. Yeah, true. It's, I, you know, either way, it's, either way it's nonsense. Yeah. It, it, maybe it was nonsense that meant something to him, but it's nonsense. Yeah. I love seeing like... Just stories like like this. What
0: happened is like this is this this might just be bullshit. Like the whole the note, like the encrypt note, like. Yeah. But um, I know in Prison Break. Have you seen Prison Break? No. In Prison Break, stuff like that where it's like he has a tattoo on his back, right? Yeah. Of like a that I know, I know that, about that plot. That's hard. That's that's super yeah. dope. It's like the map. Of the, jail that's the of the it's that blueprint of the whatever. Cause it's yeah. like that was like that's dope as shit. Sure. But like you don't know what it is until like At, until be, until they need you to know. You fucking tattoo it and you like. I was just doing this picture that you want on your back. I didn't know it was a <laughs> yeah, whole
1: thing. I had no idea that I was uh, <laughs> being
0: a part of a crime. Right. So Ricky Ricky's family isn't so sure Ricky was ever writing anything in code.
1: Yeah, I'm on there. So. In a
0: 2012 interview with the Riverfront Times, McCormick's family member McCormick's family members said that they never knew of Ricky to write in code. They say they they say they only told investigators he sometimes jotted down nonsense. He called writing. There you go. And they seriously questioned McCormick's capacity to craft the notes found in his pockets.
1: Oh. Yeah.
0: So his mother, Frankie, his mother, Frankie Sparks, said that the only thing he could write was his name. Mm.
1: He didn't write in no damn code. (laughs) So they're not saying they don't think the code means anything. They're saying they don't think he wrote it. They don't think he had the ability to ability to write that. Okay, well, wow. I thought they were just saying like, yeah, he he just writes nonsense. That's all it is is nonsense. They're saying he didn't write that because he can't. Yeah. The only thing he can write is his name. Wow.
0: only thing he can write, but I mean, how do they know they, that? Yeah, they could just be underestimating him. Know.
1: You know, like he might have been able to, I don't know, man.
0: They say this he was, ain't writing no damn code. His father, Charles McCormick, said Ricky couldn't spell anything, just scribble. But that's kind of what the note is, right?
1: Even though you see like zeros and f- and you can see numbers so it's not X's. it's not that's
0: not scribble yeah scribbles i think is a
1: line yeah that's scribble. just nonsense you can like look at it and
0: go this is a nine this is a four stuff like that you go oh, well i mean this is something yeah it's something um so moreover when when mccormick died officials told his family about the other contents of the victims of the victims pockets but the family only found out about the notes 12 years 12 years later right when informed by a local news broadcast. So it was like, hey, you know, did you, uh... Did you hear about the the notes? Did you you hear about the notes?
1: You go, what? That's the worst way to find
0: out. 12 years... What what notes?
1: Yeah. That's the worst way to find out, stuff like that.
0: Yeah. So the police still have no. They still have not come any closer to figuring out what happened to Ricky McCormick or what his notes mean. Despite releasing his notes to the public in hopes someone would crack the code, they have yet to receive a lead that with hope... A lead... That would hopefully allow them to solve the case. So uh, a site I went on that, I mean, people was like going in and like, you know, when you read an article in their comments, mm-hmm. people go like this, you know, a number in this mean uh, this. And then like uh, these dot these numbers is like six numbers with a dot in the middle. Yeah. Like those are coordinations. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'm right, but I mean, like this is close is like.
1: I haven't seen the note, but I feel like they're looking for meaning in something that doesn't have any meaning. I've already made my mind up on that, so I'm going to go ahead and stick to my guns on that. The note's gibberish. So People so, are wasting your time.
0: Yeah, but this d- I think this dude was definitely murdered, right? He was definitely murdered.
1: But he also could have had a heart attack. You know? He also could have. But I, that doesn't explain his decomposition, but what would explain that? The killer has some kind of way to make people decompose faster? Like I, I don't have an explanation for that, but if you're saying... The autopsy didn't show a bullet wound, a stab wound, or anything wound. And he's been to the hospital a bunch because he has heart problems or chest problems. That's what I thought. Yeah. But I, but I still, why don't you think that now? Because the note, what, made you, so what far, made you far? He change? was so
0: far away from his house, from where he was. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. If it was a
0: couple miles, I go, okay, it makes sense. But when you're on a yeah. side of a highway, yeah. 20 miles off from your house, and also you in a business of a dangerous business of you trafficking drugs. Yeah, but like a dangerous business, a
1: dangerous business that he would have a, a gunshot to his head or something. You know, like it wouldn't be so mysterious and a note with an encrypted letter and no, they used a needle with arsenic in it or something. You know what I mean? Like he would just be sh- full of sh- bullet wounds. Yeah, but it I mean was like, from the Baja But, but can you tell,
0: but can you, but can they, can they see that when they do autopsy? See what if it's your body's badly decomposed. Sta- I mean, like stab wounds and bullet wounds and stuff like that. I would I imagine, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I mean, I don't know. It's just like if you read like a couple articles. It's like so- sometimes I don't like reading a whole bunch of articles because I don't now because then I go or I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what to believe. Because it's like, yeah. did somebody even? does somebody have more information than this person? It's like in an article I read that uh, it was like you know he was so badly decomposed on like one of his hands. His fingers fell off. Sure, and I go, I mean, damn, I mean, like it, it was like you know, barely Three days you know, or something like that. Right? It was barely like it was nothing left, really. Yeah. So it was like I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, but this is the I'm gonna pull up the um the note
1: for you. What if you turn you you turn the computer and I'm like I solved it. Fucking turn around. <laughs> I'm like, Nobody thought turn I, look around? To, I look off to the right. I'm like, there's numbers floating around in my mind. I'm like, I solved it. That'd be wild. <laughs> you just found out you got this hidden talent. You go. With it.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. So, I mean, like, this is the, that's the note.
1: Yeah. I mean, those are definitely letters and numbers and. Yeah. You got
0: parentheses on top of it is like.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this is not chicken scratch. It, it's crazy. Yeah but it it's not scribbles or no. doodles no 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 it feels purposeful even like the way that it's stacked like the way that the sentences stop right. and then some yeah. of them are long almost like he has indentations in the thing. yeah and the parentheses like you said is weird that's weird yeah uh I, I, I still i still think this is not but ah uh, yeah i don't, I don't know, know. That. that's tough that that I, i'm i'm a little more convinced after seeing it but it looks
0: too formatted in a
1: way where yeah it's it looks like, too intentional
0: i don't think if he couldn't write yeah his parents i just, don't his see him. Just doubt him yeah i don't i don't and he and clued,
1: he could i mean well he he could have not written it he also could have not written it
0: it's like i don't i don't see him b- being able it's like, we don't know yeah they didn't even take him to get diagnosed of, you know, him having, you know, something uh, some type of Yeah, they don't too. know. They don't really know what was wrong with him.
1: They're just calling him retarded. Like they're not, they don't know anything. Crazy.
0: Yeah. And it's like whoever wrote
1: this, it's not it's not sideways. It's no, like if, it's like perfectly straight. Yeah, man. I mean, I but also like I don't know their child. So if they say he's not capable of doing that, I don't think he was doing the Kaiser Soze Oh, I only write really nice when they're not around. And when they are around, I just write my name and I write the E's backwards and what you know what I mean? Like if they're saying he's not capable because that is that's well constructed nonsense. Like it's it, it's yeah. it's straight, it's not all over the place, it's 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 like it's it's uniform. So if they're saying our son can't do that. Little then bit. it's like, okay, well, then maybe somebody put the note on him. But then it's like, well, what is this? Is this some Illuminati shit? Like, then you start going, why is there a note on him? But you you can't identify the cause of death. How did he die? And why is this note on him? It, it, I don't know. It starts, the questions start to get too big. I don't like it. I don't like this case anymore. <laughs> I don't like it anymore. I don't, so after seeing was, the uh, note, it's like, I don't know. Because now I am questioning, like, this it, is does the other in, it does it's, look it's kind It does look. two notes.
0: This is the other one. That's him too. That's his face too. But this is the other note. This is the guy?
1: Yes, yeah, the guy. And that's
0: the, that's the other note. It was two notes.
1: Now that I see the guy, I could, I could believe that he... I still think that... Now I'm seeing him, I'm like, this is definitely nonsense. But I could see this guy writing this and just... Oh, now they're circled on this one. Yeah. What if... Ooh. Well, let me say... Oh, great! I'll let you go. Okay. What if he really likes crossword puzzles? Okay. And he just... Made cross. He just made a crossword puzzle, but like it's nonsense. He doesn't know how to solve. It's not solvable, but it looks like a crossword puzzle, Mm. or it's just bullshit nonsense. I don't know. It's like like, um, I tried to do some Sherlock Holmes shit. That's that's the first thing that came to mind when they were circled on this second note. This one is circled. It got like it made me think of crossword puzzle.
0: Circled and is he got like a, a half. um with the one slashing the two at the bottom with something else. He got like letters with dashes in the middle of them. Numbers like like a, ge- like a geolocation.
1: Yeah, that's wild. You think it's latitude and longitude? I'm saying it looks like it. Yeah, I, that's, that's my whole thing is like people that are... Here's, here's why I think it's bullshit. Is because of all the biggest experts in the world have taken a that's crack at this. That's what I was about, about to say. Yeah, yeah. There's, I find a hard time believing that a dude from bumfuck Illinois somewhere is a code genius that invented a code that's uncrackable doesn't reference the alphabet uses the alphabet and numbers but doesn't reference any other type of code that can be can be uh referenced or 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 looked on to see what he might have done it just is it just is of nothing i i I refuse to believe that that i refuse to believe that that means something and the only person who could tell you what it means is dead I refuse to believe that. I can't, I refuse to believe that.
0: It's either he did this, like you said, and it's complete bullshit, or whoever killed this man did it, and it was like, I'm gonna put together some bullshit, and it threw the police completely off. It stumped everybody for 12 years and longer. Or this is a note that like five people know what the fuck the meaning is, because he was like, Those five people don't exist. And they was like, I can't say shit because I, I I do drugs and sell drugs. So I can't, yeah. I can't say anything about this case.
1: Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. So like the like, people who were using his code, yeah, might, like 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 Baja, yeah, like maybe Baja knows how to decipher that, but he's like, I'm not gonna come forward and say that, yeah, because I still use it, right? Oof. another plot device for the movie. Because I'm
0: thinking like. Cause you send all to the experts, you know they can look at that and they like, yeah. oh, where's here? And it's like down the middle. That's what I'm saying. And it's like
1: none of the experts, the world of experts, people that have dedicated fifty years of their life to to de- decoding things, and they nothing. Yeah, that's why I th- people are giving too much credit. Like, oh, this is a mixture of Sam Sanskrit and uh, ancient Arabian. You think he knows that? You think that guy Ricky knew Sanskrit? You think he knew the word Aramaic? Like, but he. No. But, but I'm saying like he could have just been carrying the notes though. He could have just. It's yeah, true. That is another possibility that they just, the notes belong to somebody else Yeah. because, but also here's another possibility it could be like, um like Charlie from always sunny in Philadelphia. where like, if he was alive, he could tell you it doesn't mean anything, Yeah. but he goes, well, you know what I mean? Seven P yeah. seven up, you know, like he, he can tell you it yeah. doesn't mean anything, but yeah. it means something when he reads it. Yeah. That's what I feel like this is. I feel like if he wrote it, there is logic to it to him, but it's not there. Mm -hmm. it's in his head that's my theory is this just nonsense from a person who's dealing with schizophrenia Mm -hmm. i follow a tiktok account of a dude who who can draw and he he describes his his battle with schizophrenia he's like yeah so then uh for the last couple of months i've been hearing i've been seeing a bunch of people laughing whenever i close my eyes and he's drawing them and he draws what the people look like his eyes closed no, oh, I mean, I. It just shows his hand, Okay, but he, and it, it's terrifying, but like, he's like, this is what I see every day. Shit. So the pe- people that have, that are dealing with that kind of stuff, see the world in a different way. And that might mean something to somebody who has schizophrenia and that's his own personal thing. Yeah, man. I mean, but it's crazy. It's like insane that that's will, on him and it will never be solved. No, no. Yeah, man. I really was hoping you turned it around and I was like. Uh, I see it. I see the words. I can decipher this.
0: Oh man. It's well, not That was the murder of Ricky McCormick.
1: <sighs> man. Well, yeah. I'm really excited. I got a lot on my, I got a lot on my plate right now and I'm really bummed out cuz now I'm going to have even more on my plate when I write the biography of Baja starring yeah, Riz Ahmed. Dinner and chicken? What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. <laughs> it's that's it's like that's, I hate to say, like I hate to say or think, like yeah, this is never gonna be. It's
1: never. gonna be Yeah, something. you want to keep hope for people, but like right. this is. I mean, if if all the hopes are hanging on those notes, this is done. They do. That's. I mean, like, come on. Yeah. Unless some hotshot new young cryptologist or whatever comes out of college and he's like, oh, I I'm better at the, I'm the Michael Jordan of yeah. solving I, riddles. I, do, I know what this is. Yeah, that could happen. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't see that happening, but it could. It could. Hold us. Hold. You know what? We could probably solve this. We got to give him a call. Nicholas Cage. You ever seen National Treasure? Nope. That new. That dude knows how to de- decipher some codes, right? Not there. this though. Um, he cracked the Da Vinci Code. So but, watch your mouth. But, but not this. This is the Ricky code. I don't put anything. <laughs> it ain't cracking this. One. <laughs> I don't put anything past the cage, man.
0: All right. Yeah. What
1: but, was it again? Hmm? Nicholas Cage. Is that what you said? Yeah, that's what I said. Oh. <laughs> you know who Nicolas Cage is, right? Um, oh
0: Matrix? God. Oh, my God.
1: Um, Who's in we, the Matrix?
0: Oh, you make oh, that's, that's uh that's, oh, that's, that's, that's uh that's Keanu Reeves. <sighs> Never mind. He's in the Matrix,
1: though, right? <sighs> who, Keanu, Keanu Reeves? Reeves? Yeah, 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 Keanu Reeves is in the Matrix, one of the Nicholas most famous Cage. movies of all times.
0: Wait, give, I'm going I'm to give you a movie with Nicolas Cage in it. Um, oh, God. Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. It's yep. yep. This long. Don't draw the blank. I don't know. Oh, my God, man. <clears throat> Give me a movie I know where he's in it. Kick Ass. He's in it. Oh God. He's he's
1: Big Daddy. He's the Batman guy. When the movie came out? 2009. 20- oh, wait, yeah, man.
0: That's that's. that's I, been you up. asked me to give you a movie that he's in. And you, I, I know you saw that I movie. I emptied the trash. Because there's a lot of movies I'm I know you time
1: haven't time. seen. I know you've seen Kick Ass. So I gave you a movie give that, that I. Give me another one. Gone in 60 Seconds. Nope.
0: <sighs> give me another one.
1: Oh, man. Um. Any comedies? Is he any all of his movies are kind of comedies? Okay, give me another one. Because he's just weird. a weird face-off.
0: Nope, never heard of yeah, it. Yeah,
1: it, it, it's either it's either Kick-Ass or nothing. You've either seen Kick-Ass or you've seen you, Kick-Ass, but I just don't remember him in it. Yeah, or National Treasure. You haven't seen National I don't think Treasure? I've seen that movie, but he's that's his whole thing. That's his. That's his. That's his big movie. I mean, I don't know if it's his big movie. He's he's had a lot of big movies, but like that's his like that's the one people make fun of the most. That still hangs around. Why? Because it's trash. Um. It's just because it has some really great lines in it, and it's Nicholas Cage. Like the, you know, okay. it, one of my favorite Nicholas. One of the lines that gets, you know, um, used a lot is, you know, people it, they use it as a meme. Like, I'm gonna steal the declaration, the Declaration of Independence. So like that, like gets used a lot on the internet. So, <laughs> you had to be there. I don't know, man. You, uh, it's not meant to be funny. It's not funny when he says it in the movie. They they've repurposed it for comedic purpose. We Let's do, go ahead do and do get into movies. the good, huh? You do better movies other than Kick Ass. Kick Ass is a great movie. <laughs> you haven't seen. Let's get into the good vibes, man. Let's go ahead and do that. Good, 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 good
0: you go first, right? Or me? Yeah, I go first. Okay. Um, also a good vibe segment. I, I, now I'm like becoming terrible at finding good vibe stories just not a lot of them in the not world <laughs> but I, I seen a video on, on twitter uh-huh um it was this guy i believe he's at like it was a tiktok but it was on twitter he was at like an apple museum bees? Oh. museum some okay. apple bees no apple museum mm-hmm, yes and he saw the the old computers that we used to have in like elementary school the colorful ones with the big bag yeah and it was like Man, he I said that, i refuse to so accept i'm getting old that's what was the oh, i feel that a lot and i was like I stuff forgot. That, uh, like, I didn't even know. You forgot about those? No, I mean, like, now, like, I mean, I, now I know. I've been knew they, was, they were Apple's, but at the time I go, like, oh, this is just a computer. I didn't know it was, like, because Apple wasn't big then uh, that big. Then, obviously, yeah, some of those computers, those but it was, so like, bad. yeah, but it was, like, to think that it was, that product was going to grow into what it is today. Yeah, but that, crazy. it
1: was I mean, it obviously, it wasn't iPhone level, but it right. it was that at the time, yeah. Like that computer it was, like was co- the like hot a shit. Color, yeah. A color, transparent. Lizzie McGuire computer had one in her room in the show. There was no uh, the big thing that you know what I mean. You put yeah. It was all inside of the yeah. It was, the, all, yeah, it was the all the hard drive and everything was yeah. inside of the inside of the box. Yeah, it was crazy, man. But I saw a video of a, a girl, and she could have been joking to trigger people that are in our age group. But it was like a sixteen-year-old girl. She goes, "I found this. Uh, it's like a Apple hair clip." But it was the Nano, or like the Shuffle, like the iPod, iPod? The, the iPod Shuffle, where the, no screen. Oh yeah, and it buttons? has the clip because you could clip it to your jeans, yeah. and she put it in her hair. Wow. And I was like, I'm a fucking dinosaur, but I'm 29 years old, man. Yeah. Like I, 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 it's just funny when you start feeling that way. I'm sure everybody can relate. Like yeah, when, yeah. when you started to age out of stuff. I saw something that said, "Um, that '70s show when it came out is the equivalent of somebody doing a that '90s show now." That's so when wow. you think about when I was a kid, I was like, man, the 70s were crazy I so long ago show. and I records and all that. this type of stuff. And that 90s show is the equivalent of if it if it came out today, it's the same time away. I would love to see that. Yeah. Uh, but that idea, it, it yeah. gives me crippling anxiety. Because now fear. I'm like, um, now that I have kids, it's
0: like, sometimes I'd be wanting to go to like, thr- I mean, not thrift stores, but go to um, like pawn shops. Mm-hmm. Cause they got all kinds of like old shit now. Sure. Buy an iPad and just like just have it. Yeah. Cause that's still an got... iPad
1: is as old. That's old to you. Yeah. Damn. No, the iPod. I'm sorry. You oh, know, okay. IPod. I didn't iPod. know. I was like, oh my god, is uh, that uh, old uh, uh, technology now? Uh, uh, yeah.
0: An iPod. Every day. Is. An iPod. An iPod though. Like, iPod like, is super old. Just the fat, thick one. Yeah. Buy one, one of those, those in
1: sixth grade. Just happened. Oh, one of those. One of those in sixth grade so bad. I wanted one. I and got one. So I
0: don't know how I got one. Somehow, because I damn sure didn't buy it. Probably but now got it it's like somebody who stole it. Probably, from and then now it's like some stuff I have, I'll just keep. Like I still have my, I still have a GameCube at my dad's house. Ooh, and I was like, I'm keeping. it. I that. didn't
1: keep any of that. I'm I wish it. I would have kept so much stuff. My Sega Genesis, my some of my toys. I, I didn't still keep have. Any of that I still stuff. have
0: my PS1, PS2, and my GameCube. At my dad's house. <sighs> <laughs> I remember, just to be like 50 and like, oh, just pop it open. I and,
1: remember the birthday I got a GameCube. Yeah, it was. I was the envy of my school. I've been the envy of my school a couple of times. When I got an Xbox three sixty, I was one of like the first I was one of the like five kids that got an Xbox three sixty for that Christmas because they were hard to get. Yeah. And I remember going to school and being like, I don't have any games yet. The, the money that, was all spent on the like xbox on, yeah it's just like <laughs> customizing the home screen i was like yeah but my shit is like yellow it's crazy yeah. looking i can't yeah. do anything on it yet but it's well, i put these these burnt cds in there and listen <laughs> to uh young Jeezy's thug motivation 101 it does it better than anything yeah, so yeah. it does it way better than playstation 2 yeah and i, I didn't have games for a couple weeks and, you know but yeah man those nostalgic mo- you don't don't get that anymore no. like i when 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 uh when you got this when you Found this Xbox for me and, and I gave you the money, it just yeah. was like transactional. Like here's the thing, whatever. Yeah. It wasn't like a oh can't wait to open the no. You know, you don't you're just not gonna, we're just not gonna that's depressing. Like we're never gonna get so old, so fast now. Yeah, and we're never gonna have that feeling. I don't know if I'll ever have that feeling again of like a gift that I'm like super excited to I can't wait to open or yeah. Get, when know?
0: I got my PS1, uh, <sighs> my older brother had one and he was able to like buy his own. But my mom, respect to my mom, she. Bought me one. and that was the only time. Now, nah, th- that was the only time I've ever been surprised and unexpected about getting a gift. Yeah, when I got that, I was like, I was not expecting to get one. Can't believe because my brother had one, so I would just play his. But yeah. I had my own.
1: I never forget that. I was like, That's oh sh-
0: man, I never forget. That's that. next level. <laughs> That's next level, man. That. I've I've had, <laughs> I've had a
1: couple of birthdays like that, a couple of Christmases like that, but not not in a long long time. Oh man, where you just oh. get that like j- not like a Oh, I can use this. Or like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like a genuine, like. Like that video of those kids. I remember there's a, there's a super video, popular uh, viral video of a, a kid opening a Nintendo 64. Mm. He's like Nintendo 64. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Thank yeah. you. Yeah, and screaming. Yes. shit like oh man. Like you I'm, wanted, but you didn't. You didn't think he was going to no, get it. No, no, no. Now oh, I'm I buy my own Christmas present. Like what am I going to be like? Oh my God! <laughs> oh, a MacBook to do work on. I, I, I couldn't have even foreseen this. I bought it. I got the the statement. I'm paying the you know. Oh, oh man, that feeling is. Ugh. Nostalgia. You get that when you when you're an adult, man. Yeah, the uh, the nostalgia, man. Oh, it's good times. But yeah. thank you for that. That's great. Yeah, is man. that. Thanks. Good to take. it. It's like uh, bittersweet. Nostalgia's yeah. bittersweet. I, I try, man. I don't know what. Yeah, <laughs> that was. I saw a TikTok of a guy that got a. <laughs> Just remind a, me when the old everyday. Shit. Thanks, man. Good vibes. I feel so great about turning 30 and all that stuff. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate mortalities. Mortality is great. Um, anyway, my good vibes story this week is a little bit of a travel guide for some folks out there, in, in a sense, or maybe if you're planning on maybe moving to a different country. Um, there was a recent poll that came out um, using this really interesting ladder system where they, 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 told, they told people that they polled. They polled 2,000 to 3,000 people from a bunch of different countries and said, picture your life as a ladder. 10 being the 10th rung of the ladder being like the happiest, most great life you're living and zero being like a dystopian, awful future life or awful life where everything's bad. Nothing's good. Right. Mm-hmm. And they asked these people to use this 10, this 10 rung system between, you know, so between zero and 10, 10 being the best, zero being the worst, use this 10 ladder, this 10 rung ladder system to give your opinion on the GDP of your country the life expectancy in the country, the generosity of the people in the country, social support in the country, freedom, and corruption. So this is the broad generalization that they came up with this uh with this uh this list for. And the list is the top ten happiest countries in the world. Okay. Number one Canada. Canada's on there. Oh. USA didn't even make the list. That's right. USA didn't even make the list. <laughs> what was that what's that thing that's going around like that? Gucci who? Gucci May? Oh, Gucci yeah. Mane oh, didn't make the list Yeah <laughs> USA did not even make the list who, who, who? <laughs> So this is Yeah so uh, fin, uh, Finland is number one They're all okay. very white countries Which is I don't That's racism hmm. I don't know but whatever And But this is the list And you know These are all um, probably Really cool countries to visit So I'm going to read the list But they're all very white uh, Number one is Finland Number two is Denmark Number three is Iceland Number four is Switzerland Number five nice. is the Netherlands Number six is Luxembourg 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 Uh, Number seven is Sweden. Number eight is Norway. Number nine is Israel. And number 10 is New Zealand. Uh, Number 11 through 16, which is kind of like honorary mentions, they didn't make the top 10, but 11 through 16 included Austria, Australia, Ireland, which I, you know, I loved. I thought Ireland was beautiful, Germany, and finally, Canada, which dropped 10 places from a high of, of fifth in 2010. The United States took 16th place, showing improvement compared to last year, moving up from 19th on the list. The 19th happiest country on the list. And that's coming from the, the people that live here. This, this, this is not like a, a, you know, subjective, like, how does the world see? us like, this is, they ask people that live here, like, how's your life? Like, a zero. I hate it here. I can't afford to pay my medical bills. Like, you know, mar- marijuana is not legal in my state. Like, it's fucking terrible. My back hurts all the time. I think I'm addicted to KFC. Like, I'm, there's people in the U.S. that are fucking miserable. But yeah, no, Um, I thought this was an interesting, like, uh, way that they're gauging the happiness of people and i feel like that's a fair kind of uh, judgment uh criterion but yeah man very white list you know but again they all seem like very you get some great instagram photos a lot of these places finland denmark iceland switzerland uh sweden norway israel new zealand you're gonna get some fire instagram content for this some fire tiktoks for, from these places and uh, yeah us moved up from 19 to 16 so we're <laughs> We're uh, moving on up, man. Number one country in the world, superpower. I see. Everybody's miserable.
0: Yeah, here. it's funny because I seen a TikTok where I mean, this is like a this is a dude, so it's like it's a subjective video. Um, and this guy was like he, he did a TikTok of the, the um, I did the play, the places I felt it's a black man. So it was mm-hmm. like, the places I felt safe traveling as a black man. Sure. And number one was um, Costa Rica. I think was number one. Never been, but okay. And the second one was again. This is a video, so I'm mm-hmm. trying to. El Salvador was a El Salvador. Is how they wow. said was a was number two. <laughs> is that how they? Is that how they El, say it? What'd you say it? differently? El Salvador.
1: Got it. Yeah, yeah heard El it kid. completely different than the than, my kids.
0: My kids are half El Salvadorian. Oh, Salvadorian. So they say it properly. Like, uh, they're half El, El, Salvadorian. El Salvadorian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Another one was, but I was like, you know, just That's a surprising. black man. Yeah, yeah. Um.
1: Tulum was one of them. Oh my God. Tulum so played out. It, did you, is that where you went no I went to um um Puerto vallarta but oh, okay Tulum is like the 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 place you go because Instagram is everybody goes to, to Tulum mexico really yeah it's like but it's like not not anymore now it like it's played out it's played out yeah like it started Miami? getting dangerous started going downhill it's not Miami, it was like the place Miami? to yeah it was the place to go like four years ago
0: got it but no. yeah I mean i I just thought that video was like just for somebody to make a video like that it's just
1: like it's necessary. Yeah, but I'm, I felt kind of sad. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, sure there's places you're yeah, gonna yeah. go, but one of the best all places have like their you know, own yeah. forms of racism. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's in and, and other places, their their racism might not have anything to do with you. Yeah, like they might be racist towards something that's not you. Like every place has its own racism right. and stuff. But one of the best pieces of advice I ever got from a guy at my job, he said, traveling to other countries. He said, especially for a, a, a black a black person, traveling to other countries and seeing that it's. It's not the the weight that you feel here going somewhere and seeing that it it's not like that everywhere. Mm-hmm. Not to say that every place doesn't have its own problems, but we have a very specific system of like racism and oppression here in the United States. Like it's very it's home cooking. Like it, it's 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 very unique. America does racism better than a lot of other places like because it, it's so overt, but covert and mm-hmm. it's ingrained in the, lo- the laws and it, it, it's it's very it's a very unique system of oppression here. And when you go to other places and see that it's, it, it might, it's not that way there, they still have their problems and their issues. I'm not saying that. Right. I'm just saying to see that, oh, I don't feel this. I don't feel the same weight here. And it, 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 traveling gives you different, a different perspective mm-hmm. is the best way to put it. Like you just see the world differently. It opens your eyes. It broadens your perspective. It, it, you, you're, you're not so focused on how you think the world works from your very specific view. It just opens. You just you just start seeing stuff from different angles, and and so that's why I always tell people. Like I know people. There's people scared of flights, and you know I remember when I went to Ireland. I had so many black people like, what, you you going to Ireland? Black people don't go to Ireland. Like it was just like that's <laughs> that's a ridiculous thing to do. It just was, and I just want us to like, yeah, well go do that ridiculous thing. Step step into your step out of your comfort zone and step into this. How was your like, experience when you went
0: when you went to Ireland?
1: I had a great time. I had a great. I, I didn't feel any. I'm sure there's racism in Ireland. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. everywhere. matter of fact, I know there's racism in Ireland, but I didn't feel it because if, as weird as this sounds, and this might've just been my experience, I was American there. Mm-hmm. Like, they might be racist towards, like, African immigrants in Ireland. I don't know what they're racist. to. I don't know what Ireland's race problem is. But when they see me and my friends and we're like, hey, we're from America, then they treat us like Americans. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, as weird as that said, whether that's good or they might they might treat you bad as an American, yeah, because you don't know yeah, the yeah they might hate Americans, but they I got treated like an American person, not as whatever the thing is that they hate. I don't yeah, know, yeah. you know. So I had a great time. I had a I had, I had a, an amazing time, you know. And I traveled the whole country. I went all around Ireland, you know, and, and I had a great experience everywhere that I went. So again, I'm not saying Ireland doesn't have problems. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying like oh only America is there racism everywhere else is cool and black people would have a great time. And that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like the perspectives are different and the experiences are different. And you might not feel that experience in another country like that you would feel here. So, yeah. So I always recommend to people, you know, get, get out of your comfort zone and, you know, go, go somewhere that you, they don't expect you to go. Stop going to Miami, man. It's Miami's not going anywhere. It's fine. Senior frogs is there. It's going to be there. Fat Tuesdays is going to be there. It's fine. It's, It's cool. Lay off it. Go somewhere, get it's out, get. To be, man. Listen, I've seen the videos. It looks like a ball. <laughs> it, not my kind of ball. Yeah, 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 but it looks like a ball. It's to be. It looks like chaos. You just and, go hang out. If that's what you want, to if you want to go hang out and get drunk and like all that, sure, go to Miami. But yeah. if you want to like really have an experience, and all that type of stuff, not everybody wants to do that. Some people just want to get fucked up and fuck. I don't know. You know, I don't know. <laughs> That's what Miami, that's what they do there. Yeah. That's 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 Miami. Anyway, before we get out of here, Frank, you got any recommendation? Uh no. No. Nah. Okay. Um it's it's this it's, it's this this the solid still the solid 3 for me. It's Atlanta, still good. Yeah. The the episode this week was really dope. It, it, i ain't watching by. Oh, it's good. It tells me This episode told me that if he if Donald Glover really wanted to, he could out Jordan Peele, Jordan Peele. Like if he wanted to make one of those racial horror, like Get Out, yeah, he could make a better version of that than Jordan Peele, if he really wanted to, yeah. yeah. And he's doing, he's showing glimpses of it on Atlanta, and the the episode this past week was very much a Get Out type of Jordan Peele type of thing. I'm behind on Yeah, episode, yeah so Atlanta still watching a lot of Top Boys, still Top Boys, so good. What is that? Top Boys, uh, like um British The Wire. Oh, okay. It's yeah, like UK okay. The Wire. It's so good um can okay, check that out too. Was that on? Netflix. Oh, it was on netflix it's on netflix top boy top boy yeah top boy the sully man Roadman still uh and uh the lakers the lakers show building the dynasty or whatever it is i don't mean time winning time it's so it's, <laughs> i don't know it's, uh, it's that's in the title somewhere i think john c riley's so good in that show it's so fun and crazy and misogynistic it's so it's so wild I but it, out too. it's really good though I really like that show and so those are my top three right now there's a bunch of other shows that I'm watching of course but those are three really good ones that I've been enjoying and uh, yeah so uh, this has been another episode of Affirmative Murder I've been Alvin Williams joined as always by my partner in true crime Franco Evans yeah. and we'll see you guys next oh week. we got two more shows until two more shows till CrimeCon yeah, two more shows till CrimeCon two 2MT two 2TC two, 2 next week bye <laughs>